Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Ali uh, almost fell for a scam, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought this to my attention. because No, na- no, no, no. What do you mean, no, no, no? I didn't almost fall for it. It was so clear from the beginning. I, you would have fallen for it. I was trying to save people. I've fallen for it before. I know, because you're a sucker. No, no, it's because I'm a good person. No. The, the big difference between being a sucker and being a good person, when you're a good person, every once in a while, you get uh, you get bamboozled. But, okay. But usually... No, no, you're a sucker. You are a sucker, and I'll explain because exactly... Because you, you could be a good person, but also have your guard up. You don't have your guard up because you're a sucker. Yeah, yep. because because people like you go around, you're all cynical. You assume everyone's trying to scam you, and then you don't end up helping the real people. Like right. yesterday, uh, when uh, Vanessa helped her neighbor, there's pounding on the door. She could have thought that was some sort of a Halloween, uh, you know, decoration, and not even helped. Woman stuck behind her toilet or something. She stepped in. I thought she was a Halloween decoration. Well, it's all you know. This is that time of year. Right? All these uh, good example, man. All, all, all these people call the cops because they see like a you know, hey, my neighbor's got an arm hanging out of his trash can. They call the cops. They all get over there and then they realize it was a Halloween decoration. That's banging on the wall. Uh-huh. Well, whatever. Hers was a different thing. I'm I saying the Shark Tank said no. That's not why they said no. They, a lot of them had conflicted interests. You know That's what? why. I'm out. Oh, thank you, Alex. This is what I saw. So I was getting off on the freeway right by my house. It's my exit. As soon as I'm pulling up to the light that is off the ramp, I see on the right-hand side, by the way, on the corner of this street, there is a gas station. On the um, street that leads um, off the freeway, to the right is a car pulled over, seemingly broken down. And it has like fake, what I thought was fake mud on it. Like it looks like it's kind of this broken down vehicle. Fake mud? Yeah. You don't think it's real mud they used? It just looked unnatural. Like, it's not raining anywhere. You know, there was no reason for it to have mud on it like that. Like, it looked Dukes of Hazardy mud. It was kind of unnatural looking. It stuck, stuck out. Then there is a gas can on top of the car and a couple standing outside the car looking at traffic and going up to cars, walking up to them, you know, giving the old money sign, you know, rubbing their fingers together like, hey, do you have any money? They didn't actually have a They didn't make a sign. No sign. Mm-hmm. No, they're just approaching people, asking for some money, which I guess this- Definitely looks staged though, right? Totally. I right. mean, you look at it and immediately go, this is a scam. Mm. And the- well, What's the scam? That they need money for gas. That's the scam? The scam is that they, are, they, they fake ran out of gas. They've got the gas can on top of the car to prove that they have run out of gas. And the gas station's just right behind them, but they don't have any money. So they're just going to need five bucks to run over to the gas station, get some, you know, get, fill up their little can. And, and you think that if you were to get so you th- they can be on their way. Your theory is if you had handed them $5, they put it in the pocket, they don't buy any gas at all. That's of your course theory. not. And they got plenty of gas, full tank. And the guy is dressed over the top. He's got like 
like raggedy pants on, but then raggedy shorts on over the pants, a raggedy, like overly raggedy jacket and a fisherman's hat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. And then the girl was dressed totally different. And I was like, this is just strange. This is did obviously hear, a scam. Did you hear them out, though? I want to hear like what their pitch was. There was no pitch, Omar. They no were pitch? walking up to my window, just waving, their, just rubbing their fingers together, you know, like people do when they want money. Right, yeah. So he was just doing that. And what I was, and it? I was like, dude, I'm not giving you any money. You're not even gonna, you're not even gonna try and give me the story. So, yeah. so then I'm going. This- well, what, what would have? I mean, out of curiosity, what would have gotten you to give money? I'm like, I'm, I'm curious. So, okay, so you assume broken down car, guy's got a gas can, he's all dirty, and you go, nah, guy it's all costume. Guy walking down the street with a gas can to the gas station, you know, and I'm like, oh, I just happened to stop and go, hey, do you need a lift or hey, do you need help or something? Didn't not you get, somebody who's. Didn't someone save you and you got stranded? Didn't some guy in a van come and pick you up and help you? They didn't say this. <laughs> when looks... I ran out of gas, yeah. Yeah, when you ran out of gas. Yeah, but I didn't have fake mud yeah. and fake homeless clothes. And weren't clothes. you pregnant? Yeah, weren't like, you? you know, they uh, could have thought it was, that was a stage two. Like, oh, for, here's a fake pregnant lady. Okay, hold on a second. I'm Allie, not finished. Let me tell you, your story seems a lot more fake than this one. You were pregnant with a lesbian. Le- you two lesbians, one of them pregnant. Uh-huh. You probably looked all dirty, too. And you're, I, and you're yeah. sitting there, and, 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 and you go, we ran out of gas, and you actually got in the guy's van and went for a drive. That's true. That's like, that's like the theme for every bang bus I've ever watched. Yeah, and I took him up on the, <laughs> <laughs> I took him up on the help, and then he helped me, and I filled his gas tank. Okay, but but so this why? Guy, so anyway, I knew this was a scam. It stood out from the beginning. You know what then this is? This the was car opportunity... next to me, St- Klein, gives the person money. Okay. Gives the gives the guy money, and I'm thinking, why did this person even do this? Now these guys are never going to leave. He walks back to his car, says thank you, thank you, thank you, puts the money away. Then he goes, opens the door. He takes his fisherman hat off and puts a different hat on, closes the door, and resumes asking people for money. And this time, it's not a fisherman's hat. It's a Trump hat. Oh, so he's testing out different costumes to see what gets the... That's a genius, this guy. I love this. So he decides to switch up his outfit and go, what kind of money am I going to get now if I'm a a righty Trump supporter? Where is this? I want to go see this show. This is right by my house in Agora Hills. Yeah, so wow, this guy, crazy. you're saying there's a guy standing on the side of the road pretending he needs gas money and he's testing out different hats to see which one gets the most amount of money? Yes, exactly. I feel like Muggs is taking notes right now. <laughs> I don't like, he's writing this down. I feel like I should tell you to go there because you'll give him money, no question. He's like, buy hats. Because I could see that. I bet like, you'd buy, give him money for more hats. Well, you know, it's interesting. I think about it. If I saw a guy, one time I did see a guy wearing a... Washington at the time it was the Redskins, but mm-hmm. you know, now it's the Commanders. But and I remember thinking to myself, this and this was in California, and I was like, this guy's a fan. He speaks of, to me, right? He's my. Yeah. He's a fan of the my football team, and that's and what I, he's expecting with Trump supporters. Huh. Like anyone who's going to be like, oh, we, I've got one. There's one left. I'm gonna I'm gonna support this guy, right? He sees yeah. the world the way I do. Hey, Caleb. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to K Rock. What's up? Dude, the same thing happened to my buddy, but it was very different in that guy had rented probably from, like, Enterprise or something, a really expensive car. He's dressed full, like, Gucci suit or something, and he's gone on a bunch of gold rings. And he goes up to this guy's window and tells the story. And he's like, look, I, I'm very rich. I'm on a business trip here. I'll give you one of my rings if you give me, like, 50 bucks or, like, 60 bucks. Oh, and he's like, no, I'm not going to do this. Klein's interesting. <laughs> Where's this guy? Really? Oh, what does the ring look like? On. Does it have a gem in it? This sounds like my kind of scam. Yeah, go ahead. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show.
Feels like there's never enough time in the day, and you may be feeling totally wiped or drained as a result of everything you have to do, and then you're like, I didn't get anything done. How is that possible? I do pass out on my couch most nights with Netflix on. Um, but, like, we found this list, and we're going to talk to this woman in a moment, uh, Gabriella Flex. She's a uh, burnout coach, which seems like a BS job. However, this list is interesting because Allie claims I do a bunch of these things in my life anyway to avoid burnout. These are like little life hacks. This woman claims like something as simple as using paper plates could somehow eliminate burnout from your life altogether. Yeah, or buying sets of clothing that you like. So just kind of wearing the same thing every day. Another one Steve was, Jobs approach. Yeah, buying 10 packs of two of the same socks so that you're just wearing the same socks every day. It's like eliminating decision making. Yeah, you think about all the things in your life. Like, like you know, you probably in any given day are making a thousand decisions. And a lot of them are stuff you don't really put a lot of thought into because you're just like, yep, yeah. that's what, what am I going to have for lunch? But the thought is if you can figure out a way to eliminate all of those daily decisions then you you've somehow freed up all this extra time for yourself now omar claims he's in the paper clay uh, paper plate club i am founding 100%. member yeah when totally. did you start using paper plates omar um as soon as almost almost as soon as i bought my first uh set plate at target i was just like this is bs i'm not washing these every day i'm switching <laughs> to paper plates yeah yeah and also omar's yeah. goal is to leave the largest carbon footprint he can about his time Absolutely. on earth that's so always that his goal. mother earth says omar was here so Hell uh yeah. let's uh if you're feeling burnout let's this woman may have some interesting stuff to say i think really ali just wants to use this as an opportunity to bring up all the things i've said over the years and make me look like a total idiot so well i want her to know that just because somebody does these things doesn't mean they're successful and not burnt out let me say hi to uh, Burnout Coach. I didn't realize that some of you actually really exist. There are definitely a few of us out there, but I think I might be the only one with a, with a boring list. Yeah, it's really interesting. We were talking about this a little before we got you on, and already there's some polarizing things on your list. This is always to avoid burnout. I think that we feel more burnt out now than ever before. As a society, I feel like all of us, especially as we're making our way toward the finish line of the year, we feel like we're kind of crawling on fumes. Definitely. Christmas time. And just as, you know, any sort of busying calendar, like we start losing focus of what matters. I've got to be here. I've got to be there. And sometimes we just start getting those burnout symptoms and can't get out of it. So in order to prevent burnout, can't we just all tell our bosses to not text us or ping us or email us outside of work hours? Because I feel like that's happening all the time now. And that's what's burning me out. It is one of the key things that I work with people on who are facing burnout. What I like to do is I like to text the boss at 4 a.m. on a Saturday to say, don't you hate getting texts you're not expecting when you should be off? Mm -hmm. And then and you have to like, set your alarm to wake yourself up for that. Yeah, to do it. But it's worth it because you feel like you really got the message across, you know? Yeah. So aside from just the obvious four-day work week, which would help oh, a lot with burnout. Man, love that idea. you got to be behind that. Can we quote you? We're, we've been pushing this four-day work week thing for like two years before it was a popular movement. Are you someone as a, an official burnout coach? Gabriela Flax, would you say that you stand behind this concept of the four-day work week? I will endorse the four-day work week. Yeah. However, we've got to make sure that you still have those boundaries and different protocols in place because burnout can still happen in oh, four days. Yeah, you're right. Three days. Okay, so let's get to the boring list, which you made, and there are things on it like buying a 10-pack of identical socks and using paper plates. What else is on this list and why? Sure. So the idea really behind the burnout list is just to look for areas of your life that you can simplify 
to lessen that overwhelm. But the paper plate thing, Allie and I, this is what we got into a fight about because mm. I have been doing this. I know it's not going to be environmentally like cool. You do this with your coffee in the morning, too. I, I do this with my coffee cup. I do the paper plates, too. I buy. I go to Costco. I buy 5,000 paper plates at a time. And go ahead and explain why the science behind this makes sense. So why I tell people to buy paper plates and cutlery, and let's caveat that. You can get biodegradable stuff. There's great not products me. out Styrofoam, there. Not me. Styrofoam, baby. <laughs> 100% waste. We need to let Costco know to, to start plugging the biodegradable plates. But why it's important from my perspective is the paper plates is really important also because a lot of people in burnout, myself included, you have this thought pattern of it's easier to not eat so I don't have to wash plates after dinner. Like the idea of creating mess would actually prevent some people from eating. And when you're in burnout, you need to conserve your energy. You have to build that back up. And not eating is a straight shot to not supporting your body in the very way that it needs to be supported at that point in time. My wife, so often, especially at the end of the day, because we're exhausted, we're tired, kids and everything, she'll be like, let's just order order food because I don't want to deal with cooking and making a mess. That's the big thing. I don't want to make a mess. I don't want to do dishes. All the stuff that goes with it. But you know what? Yeah, but then you're always just eating off of paper plates. You're right. Doesn't that feel kind of sad? But you know what feels great? Allie is is like instead of it being a another 40 minute process after dinner to clean everything up it's just putting everything in a bag and throwing it outside obviously Gabrielle you think that this list helps people prevent burnout Klein does a lot of the things on this list and I have never met a person more burnt out than him so are there people that are just yeah. naturally burnt out no matter what you do definitely I think the thing with the burnout list right is it's not the cure for burnout it is a precursor to dealing with burnout. Yeah. Burn, this boring list is really focused on those early days of burnout recovery just to get the energy back. But if clients not then going and doing the additional work to go, okay, why am I burnt out? What's really like underlying this? Mm. You're going to be stuck in burnout forever. Then this it, list is not the means to an end. It's just to get you started. Right. The, then it just becomes a laziness list. Burnout is my purgatory. <laughs> What about the how it says you have to remove the middle sheet from your bed? What's that one oh, about? Oh, I'm with that, too. God, we are like, I could have done this list. Go ahead. Expl- I love you. <laughs> uh, this is all my stuff. Explain it. Middle sheet useless. We all agree, right? Middle sheet is useless. Yes. I'm, yes. As you can tell by, it is. And look, I'm American. The accent gives me away. But I actually live in Europe. And there's no middle sheets over here. And I'm telling you they're doing something right. <laughs> because when you go to make your bed in the morning and there's no middle sheet, like, again, it's just adding hassle. When we're in burnout and we're trying to get through it, we're trying to remove things that just add unnecessary hassle. And the middle sheet is a dead giveaway. Yeah, you do that middle sheet math. You're probably uh, every year spending, uh, I don't know, 47 hours. No, Allie, shut up. I cannot agree with you more. Well, and it does always get kind of bunched up at the bottom. It's it's a worthless sheet. You end up not even using it. The middle sheet is worthless. In fact, we should ban those altogether. You got all the obvious stuff on there as well, like using the focus feature on your phone so that you can be unreachable at times or you can shut down. You can do all that. I would imagine meditation is probably part of this process as well. I recently, I don't want to brag, I recently bought myself a gratitude journal. How's it going? Haven't, <laughs> haven't, uh, haven't done it yet, but I plan, it. I'm going to start it so one, any day and now. She already knows that you do not use hey, this listen, gratitude Listen, I'm your journal. target demo right here because yeah, I am true. a person that has not put a lot of thought into eliminating Anything. burnout, but I do think you've got a lot of like interesting life hacks that all of a sudden you could just realize, I just bought myself another hour of my day back, which is kind of crazy. Definitely. Again, it's all around lessening the overwhelm. Like we create hassle for ourselves that just doesn't need to be there. But these are general life hacks that just help make life a little bit easier and not waste your precious time on, you know, 
figuring out the middle sheet. Would you uh, like to add to your list something that Klein does, which is sleeping naked, not messing with the time of putting pajamas on, taking them off in the morning, just sleeping full on naked. You have less laundry to do and less time on your hands. We're adding it here. We have put that one on the list. Sleeping nude. No no thought about putting on, uh, why do you want to give yourself one more thought before bed? I got to put on this thing or that thing. It's just <laughs> naked and then you feel great. When you wake up, you're already ready to get dressed. And don't wash your legs or your feet because gravity does its job right. in the shower. All right, give. Let me ask an expert. Ali says, I have a theory in the shower. I wash the top half of my body. North of the equator gets a good scrubbing, even a little bit south of the equator. <laughs> then I let gravity take care of the knees down and feet. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I can comment on this one from a burnout perspective, but I'm going to say I'm going to say feet probably need a bit of a scrub. I think Gabriella is getting think... burnt out on this interview. I don't think so. <laughs> this is good stuff right here. But I have a panic attack. So you stay. You don't stay. You're not so he, any... he just said that he doesn't really wash down there, and then he sleeps naked. How do you feel about the middle sheet now? <laughs> yeah, maybe the middle sheet needs to come back uh, and <laughs> to absorb some stuff. You currently have one of the happiest jobs in the world. There's a new list that has been released, and it lets you know these are people, I guess, that have jobs. They are the happiest at their job, and they're happy people. I don't know. Their job makes them happy. If you're sitting around right now going somewhere to work, and you're depressed, you hate where you work, hate your boss, hate your coworkers, nothing we can do about that. But maybe if you're looking for a career change, you go into one of these happy job professions. Now, I don't know what the list is. I just saw the headline. Allie has the list in front of her. This is the highest rate of satisfaction, well-being, and sense of purpose in a job. Hmm. This is the top five list. Morning radio. <laughs> is it? Show me no. one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not there. Uh, how, how, many is, how many are on the list? Uh, I've got the top five here. Okay. Here we go. Top five happiest jobs. I would think rodeo clowns. <laughs> <laughs> they always seem happy, but the faces. Greeting card writers seem pretty they, happy. No, they don't. Not, not from what we just witnessed. They are, uh, they're probably least happy. No, happiest job. I th- you know who seems always, like they're always really happy is the people that are um, doing the um, boba, like selling boba. <laughs> boba sales. I feel like they're boba always. Boba sales? Yeah, they always seem like they're so happy. They're always, hey, come on and have some boba. Try boba. Huh. Enjoy boba. But they always like seem people, like they're people really who, happy. I think anyone who works in those like new age yeah, stores, like, yeah, like, like acai, all that stuff, and right? Boba, right? Like the little juice shops, yeah, the and little the, juice shops and stuff. And they're they, like, "Hey, come on in. Yeah, what they, do you need?" They seem like they're all like they're all high on uh, chia seed or something. Yeah, I get. The, is that on a, there? No, boba shop owners is not on the list. I'm not good at this game. <laughs> uh, what do you think, uh, Omar, Jake? I'll say uh, that one of us on the show knows somebody with this, one of the jobs on the top what? five. One of us really? on the show knows somebody, uh, debt collector? No. Oh, no. That's who I know. I mean, debt collectors are, seem pretty happy, probably. I don't think so. Yeah. I think they have a, I mean, I'll tell you, like, it's so funny because I can think of a lot of jobs that people seem unhappy at. Like, meter maids always seem like they're really angry. EMV right. workers. Yeah, there's always a lot of jobs where people just seem really, even like now, I mean, customer service in general, people seem down. It's like it's going to be so- like it, it's something that has to do with helping people, like you know, helping Omar's you know, on the like right the track. L- less fortunate, you know. Oh, uh, something oh. that's like rewarding. Oh, soup kitchen yeah. ladler. Soup kitchen ladler. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is that what it is? Because you got to take a little for yourself, yeah, a little, little for them, a little for me, a little, a little soup. for them. Little, yeah. Who likes? Yeah, I think that's got. Is it there? Soup ladler is also not on the list. <laughs> I'm not sorry, a, it's not a real job, huh? I th- and I uh, like a public servant of some sort. I'm not. There's so many. Oh, like know. um. Oh, oh, what are they called? Social worker. 
Yeah, maybe like so, a social worker. Social worker? Like that. I know no. they see the worst, but also they probably They're reap a, a lot of rewards, too. You know? uh, I think you're absolutely right. I've known some social workers, but it, it, but a lot of them end up getting out of that line of work because it's so frustrating that yeah. you're not able to help people in the way that they need to be helped. So that yeah. that's a good guess, but not on the list. Oh, uh, zookeeper. No, no, but that's a great one, I feel though. feel like zookeepers always oh, seem yeah. happy, dude. You just feed that's lions true. a bunch of raw meat. They always yeah. seem like they're happy and very busy. Yeah. Animal rescue. And they love to, like, talk about, well, oh, this is, you know, this is Queenie, and she's been in here for three right. years. Right, they love it. They love that and job. And she broke her wing, and we took her under ours. They'll, they'll <laughs> talk about it whenever. And, and when I'm there when I'm there with my kids and I point to an animal, I'm like, I think that's some sort of a kangaroo. They love to, like, jump out of the bushes and be like, actually, that's not. That is <laughs> yeah. a bit. And they try to correct me in front of my kids. I'm like, listen, let's, they don't care. Let's I don't just care. just let Dad be cool right. for one second, all <laughs> yeah. right? Um, like, that is a goat, sir. Well, like, oh. number five is something that I don't even know what it is, but it's a quality assurance analyst. That's a made-up job. That's a made-up job. That's a made-up job with a fancy title. It includes creating test plans, cases, and scripts to ensure accuracy, which still gives me no idea what they do. That's something a company feels like, do we have someone doing that? No, we should hire someone that does that. We should Maybe all... they're happy because they're not doing anything. It's a made-up job. And they're like, quality what? what I do. Quality assurance what? Quality assurance analyst. Well, you know how when you call customer service, they're like, this call could be monitored for quality assurance. Oh, that's a real thing? Right. Oh my God! They're happy. Those so people. So someone has to listen you know, to those phone calls. You know why they're happy? They're not. They're not doing anything. They're <laughs> golfing during the day and drinking. They're not. And they're like, "Did you listen to that for yeah, quality no. assurance? Yeah, I sure what? did. Yeah, Everything's whatever. good. Okay, that's a made up. Thumbs up. Thumbs <laughs> <laughs> up. Yeah. I mean, that's All like. Right. A, it's just that's amazing. Number quality th- assurance. <laughs> I can just imagine that goes. Hey, um, hey, uh, are you doing your job at quality assurance? Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. It's a, it sounds like you're, uh, sounds like you're at a spa. Everything is quality. Yeah, don't worry, it's all quality, baby. I assure you. I gotta get back to this now. They're serving yeah. drinks and pineapple. Glad I went to school for this whole quality assurance thing. That sounds happy. Uh-huh. No way, that's happening. All right, numbers three and four. What a scam that is. Were uh, teacher and teacher's assistant. So Omar, Ooh. your wife is a teacher, right? Interesting. I know she uh, definitely. Has a lot of uh, like pride in what she does, but it's super frustrating job. Like you were saying with the social worker, because right? Some of because the parents of the system, are just dicks. Yeah, exa- yeah. And yeah. also, I mean, the teachers had, were striking earlier this year, so there's a that lot of frustration. That was solidarity, though. I think the teachers that do what they do and love what they do, that yeah, I could see. And also, it's the summer now, so they're got to be super. Well, and happy. think about it when you when you teach someone at a young age and then see them become something, and you feel like you were kind of a part of that. That is a reward. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you only like, need like my, if my you... wife constantly gets people coming back, you know, when they're in college or whatever, to just to thank her because yeah. she. Actually Actually, had a uh, you know a position where Ooh. she literally changed these kids' lives. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never thanked a teacher. Oh, dude, I had to do. Katie made me go to her high school, and we met all of her teachers. It was the strangest thing. Remember when we made Allie call her teacher that she used to follow home because she wanted to sleep oh, with yeah. her? She was happy that she had an impact. <laughs> yeah, she had an impact. On all it. right, number two is firefighter, which is surprising because uh, it's I, an I extremely it. stressful job, yeah, but, but also have, cool. you're literally saving lives. They have cool hangs in the firehouse. That's why it's a cool totally. job. They, they, make those they got that pole, you know. The, they got That's the pole. Fun. They got the pole. They, they make penis-shaped meatloaf for oh, each other the sometimes. Penis meatloaf. <laughs> That's good. And then number one was. Physical therapist, because you get to touch strangers. Ah, oh, of course. That makes perfect yeah, sense. I've seen those videos. And yeah, think no. about the... <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. That's some quality assurance right there. That's what I'd say.
Think for a second about some of the most major life decisions you will have to make. Decisions that you only maybe have to make five times in your entire life, but they're pretty important. I don't know if there's a more significant decision that you will make than when you decide that you are going to leave a group chat that is happening on text for some reason. You're involved. You've been added to a group. Maybe it's fantasy football. Maybe it's high school friends. Maybe it's uh, family. I'm in a group chat with my neighbors, and I... I want out, but I know that they're the people that check. They'll check if you're out. Yes, they'll check if you're out, and they'll re-add you. We've got, I'm probably currently involved in maybe five different group chats, and I'd say I would like out of three of them. Uh, three of them I would definitely like out of, well, no, the, no question. There are a few main reasons why people leave group chats, and Omar, because yeah. you have left our show group chat, what would you say is No, the he's back in. I'm back in, yeah, but I left twice. He's hanging by a thread. He also warned <laughs> yeah. us on Friday that he's hanging by a thread. He's back yeah. in the group chat for now. But <laughs> he said the day that we went to Two Harbors Brewfest. He, he was, was almost like, out. I was so almost what's out. going on that yeah. morning? I, I wake up, there was like 30 texts down there. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Omar is like letting us know that we're, we're, we're very lucky to have his presence in the group chat, but if we abuse it, he'll be out again very quickly. The very first time I, w- I was out, uh, Jake was doing some sort of comedy routine on it, and I was just like, what, what is this? He was like sending funny videos or something, so I was like, I don't need this in my life, so that was the first time I went out. We can all agree um, that Jake is the biggest abuser. Of, no, I am not. You're, you're the biggest of, everything is very focused, usually show-focused, specific about the show, things that we need for the show, and then you'll be the guy that'll just randomly be like, Saw this funny sign. Funny meme yeah. or, you know, something. You're the guy that tries to make it, you know. Like we're one of your friends, friends. I thought you were. No, no, <laughs> that's where like, you're wrong. If you're going to send a meme, don't send it to your work group. Yeah. I sent a meme today that corresponds with clients gambling. I thought we could use it on social. Okay, uh, whatever. I understand. But, but Omar, you would agree that Jake is the number one offender uh, of the group. The group text, uh, the group chat. Yeah, I think so. That I just something I forget exactly what, but it just kind of put me over the edge. The second time I left, I don't remember the reason I rem- I left the second time. I forget. I think that was because we were all on vacation. Oh, that's right. And oh, that's what it everybody was. Everybody yeah. was texting during the during vacation. the vacation, and yeah, that that it, was yeah. well. I mean, yeah. the number one reason people leave group chats is because of the over updater. The one person who feels like they need to over update and be like, I'm on my way. I'll be there in five. I'm parking now. And then like a picture of them parking. And then, you know, like they're pinging their location and sending it to you. And it's just too much. That's a huge reason why people are just like, I can't do this. Well, I think worse than that person is the person in the group chat that is really just having a conversation with one person. Yes. But they cannot figure out how to just side... Do they don't have the instinct to, hey, maybe I'll just text this person on my own right. so that not everybody has to get yeah, these it, updates. It's just like the same person when you're at a stupid company meeting or group meeting that asks these questions that only apply to them specifically. And you go like, there's 40 of us in here. What right. are we doing right, right. now? Exactly. This is so specific to you. Before you send the text, think to yourself, how many, how many of the people in this group does this apply to? Right. Because and if it's less than half, just send it to the other person. Don't do it. And I know, listen... When Omar left, and I've been on group chats before, I've actually never gotten to the point where I've taken myself out. But when Omar left, there is that weird moment because he doesn't say, I'm out, guys. Good luck with this. 
you, no. you just get, you just kind of get this little font <laughs> notification that's like Omar has left. Yeah, it's like so way, tiny. And, and it's I, I didn't know that that happens. By the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. I felt bad. I felt bad afterwards. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of yeah. a nice. It's a nice. You see whose text was the last straw? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Before it says Omar left the group. It's it's like those billboards where they say, uh, "Don't text while driving." This was the last text that was sent before someone yeah. crashed. <laughs> I think there should be a whole PSA of the. It's te- like, what's your ETA? Yeah. This Omar was the last. This was the last text that was sent before a friend left the group chat, and it's always like something that's like funny meme, angry face yeah. kid. And you're like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing is, if people don't understand that there are hours, like business hours, with a group text, you know. Yeah, but not with fr- with real friends. With real friends, it doesn't have to be. But with our chat specifically, if you're sending if you're sending a group message to everybody at like 12:30 at night. On any day. Mugs it's does just that. like, no, Mugs, what are we doing? We're Mugs, all on a work group text. Mugs will do that thing where, like, after he goes to the bar to get, you know, because he'll, be he'll be at O'Grady's until, you know, 2 in the morning or right. whatever. And then he'll send, like, a text over to be like, audio acquired. And we're yeah. like, uh, Jesus yeah. Christ, dude, it's 2 in the morning. And can you wait until a regular business yeah. hour moment to send us that update? Yeah, can, can you guys you... mute some of this stuff? No. I do mute them. I don't mute yeah. them. I like I like a free for all. You know my situation. I like I like having full access at all times. So that I can ignore them each individually. <laughs> I like to be annoyed multiple <laughs> times throughout the day. Well, the other things that people left the group chats for were the one person who thinks they know everything. So it's like, uh, does anybody know? You know, about, I have this plant that's dying or whatever. And uh, suddenly they're a botanist mm-hmm. and they know everything when really they're just googling things and then copy and pasting it into the message chat. And then other people who are like clicky with each other, and then like the one person who's like the outsider in the group, as soon as they message, nobody, it like kills the text chain. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> one. I also don't like the person that, like, let's just say it's happened sometimes with our chat, but it's another one I'm in. Uh, there'll be a funny back and forth, someone will drop a joke, then there'll be a kind of a joke about the joke. And then it's it kind of like it, spirals. It's kind of hit it, and then someone's like, and then it just gets like the third one, and the fourth one, and the yeah. fifth one. And you're like, oh my god, moving on. Yeah, or people who just overreact. It's just a reaction to every single other text message. It's like heart, heart, exclamation point, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs down, question mark. It's like God, just respond already. I don't want to get all these notifications. Two one three said, Omar, there is a way to mute that you're jumping out of the group chat so they don't know you're out. Uh, oh, I guess really? I guess that wouldn't be you officially being out. That would just be you basically saying I'm out. Like I'm muting everyone. I don't want to be a part right. of this. Don't notify me. Nine oh nine said they want to be in our work group. T- uh, Add them in. So if we get rid of Omar, then we can replace with somebody else. Get nine oh nine in. You'll trust me. Nine oh nine. You'll drop quickly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you think it's all fun? You think oh the show continues and never stops? I mean it's kind of true, but trust me, you'll get bored. You'll be out by night. No- but you'll have that lunch today. You'll be feel. done with Jake's pictures of him and his uh, dog at the wombat. Do you know? You know, Allie, I would like to say I'm ashamed to say that you are my friend. And what the hell, dude? I just went and supported you at your Shark Tank thing, yes. your viewing party. Yes. You know what? Appreciate I was... it. What'd yeah, you, but... you said it meant a lot to you that I showed up, and I did. Hey, okay? before we get to what you stole from the hotel, uh, Omar, what did she steal from the Shark Tank party? So, uh, everybody had left, and it was Allie and Katie, uh, her wife, oh, were her just perusing. Yeah, they were just like perusing everything, and there was a ton of cases of your beloved pie wine just strewn about. You le- had left the party, and you told everybody, I'm just going to come back and pick everything up tomorrow. Yeah, I did. I, saw, I, came I, back I on heard Saturday. you say that to picked the crew. The, picked everything up. Oh, yep. I didn't miss that part. <laughs> you didn't miss that part, or you missed it? No, I missed it. I didn't. Okay. So what is your? I asked the server. Is your theory just whatever gets left behind somewhere is just yours for the taking? Dude, there was an abandoned table with a bunch of pie wine on it. Right. 
And I asked the server, I said, what's going to happen with this? And she said, I don't know. Well, it's because server. Why don't you ask me? You have my number. You weren't there anymore. Yeah. Why don't you send me a text? Hello? You're not, you don't yeah. answer your texts. That's a good point. So, That's a good point. So she proceeds to uh, load up a giant tote bag and just fill it up to the brim. Yeah, who uh, brings a tote? Line, dude? How many did you take with you? However many fit in the tote. Like more yeah. than 10? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like way more than that, dude. What is wrong with you? It was by a couple of cases. You just watched me not get a D. De- you just literally watched me on TV yeah. not, not okay. get the money I needed. Like you, like There's I, demand. I'm literally on TV in front of you, and they're saying, we are not going to give you any money. Good luck. So now I'm, I'm in a worse spot than I was before, and you go, how can I help the situation? Let me go ahead and steal whatever uh, a co- uh Product hey, this guy has. You know what? I'm letting. I'm gonna let all my friends and family try it. I don't want your friends and family to try it. They they're gonna love uh, it, uh, and then they're gonna know oh, what it buy is. It. Help me out, Jesus okay. Christ! Yeah. By the way, Omar says case. They're like sub- those little baby cases. Okay, they're not like big. Oh, the twelve packers you took with you? No, <laughs> those are ba- still- that's a case. Yeah, that's a case. Um, I cannot believe you Dude, stole from my thing. She made it seem like they were going to throw him out or something. I didn't want well, him no, to go to waste. Nope. <laughs> she <laughs> said, I don't know. That's all she said. I don't know. And you you think they were going to I heard Klein say, I'll be back tomorrow okay. and, and clean, clean it. Guys, do you know how heavy that tote was? And I had to walk all the way back to my car with how it. How many cans did you steal? I'm However many were in the tote. You, I you didn't... stole over 30? No, I it, I don't think thirty cans can fit in there. I know you got those skinny cans, that. but oh it my, was a lot. Unbelievable! Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I had one I, on my way. That is really <laughs> <laughs> like I'm so. I I'm had ins- another one last night. It's not as funny when you're stealing. It's funny when you steal from people. It's not funny when you steal from me. Like okay, that's well, stealing from me. So at, at the, we went to a nice hotel uh, over the weekend for my anniversary, and you won't be back. I know. I, everybody, I was, I was. This would you bring what, all the stolen contraband from my party to your little anniversary? <laughs> we did bring a few pie wines okay, to the hotel. Okay, good. Thank you. But it was a, a nice treat, and I saved up enough points to get one hotel, one night at a hotel that I would never stay in, like fancy schmancy hotel. So we walk in, and of course, it's a really nice room. The bed's all made, and in front of me. What are the is, odds when Allie walks in, they all go, oh, this must be a point reservation. A, we got a point they reservation. They don't know here. if it's yeah. a point reservation. Trust me, they know. You don't walk into a fancy place like that and, and, and get a feeling of like people are looking at me like I don't belong here. No, I no because cool, really rich people look poor. Did you have luggage with you, or did you have your stuff like in a bunch of different Ralph's bags? I had my own suitcase, and I said, "I'll bring it up to my room myself." Thank you. Oh man, they <laughs> 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 got a nice place like that. They, that's yeah. the, you and gotta... because I reserved on points, I got a one hundred dollars food and beverage credit. All right, Allie, you got it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So you go. Anyway, in, you announce that as you walk in. Too? They told me right, and they and I said it only works for food and beverage, right? Which food and beverage? I made it all very very clear. Okay. Anyway, we she get goes, up. I don't need beverage. I got a bag of stolen ones right here. <laughs> don't worry. I brought my own beverage. Yeah, and I'm not going for that. Oh, still water, blah, 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 right. crap. I'll take the tap. Alex Thank you. right out of the bathtub. Yeah. So anyway, we get up there, and on the pillows are our initials embroidered in the pillowcases. Like, it was Black Mirror stuff. I don't even know how they knew Katie's initials. but And each initial was on the, the exact side of the bed that we sleep on. Mine was on the right. Hers was on the left. It was crazy. And I was thinking. Wait, what initials? Was it like it A was, and K? Or? No, it was A, J, and then K, F. 
So huh. it was AJ on my side, KF on her side. And I was going, this is incredible. I can't believe this. And then the debate started. Do we take these or not? How, wait, what, can I start? Why is that the first thing you think? Like when you walk into a room and you say, this is a beautiful. <laughs> why is the first discussion you have? <laughs> can we take Can this? we take these? <laughs> like it's just a crazy thing that your brain that will. Like you walk much. in, you go, oh, look at that. That's so cute. That's our initials. And then immediately you go, uh, you think we should take these now or <laughs> take them later? scheming like, right away. It, it just case the joint. Think of all the pilots that can fit in this pillowcase with my initials on them. No, Man. Like, I was like, there's no way that they would have, the, be able to reuse these, yes, right? Yes, they do. There, there's no I've way. Been, I've been at hotels like this before where the, you check in and they take the pillows and they spell out your last name with the pillows or they write what, your- What, they, they have p- a little Etch-a-Sketch person down there that's doing the initials for every st- stupid guest that comes in that night? Yeah, because it makes stupid you feel, makes you you feel special. There. Yeah, yeah. I know, <laughs> I rest my case. You're the stupid guest. <laughs> I yeah, am. yeah, they do that to make you feel special. So you- they just have every letter combination. There's no way. They have all. What do you mean every letter? They probably cater. You know, you could you could, you could uh, uh, embroider something and then cut it and right. then re-embroider, re-embroider it. Re-embroider it. That's oh, what they. Come on. They embroider it like they do. <laughs> no, oh come on. That's what you can do. That's what they do. They embroider it and then they. Yeah, but then it's got those little holes in it. Doesn't guys. matter. It's decorative. No. I've... They're throwing them out, and I should take they're them. Throwing them out? <laughs> no, they're not. That's what you said about my pylon. I wasn't throwing it yeah, out. Yeah, you I think was, all those cases was, were just going to be thrown out? I don't want it to go to waste. I needed to send those to people that ordered on the website. I now got I don't out even my have tote, them. and I put them in there. It's K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. It's a brand new, uh, I don't know, what are we calling this thing, Allie? The dirty, the dirty tooth, truth with dead tooth or the something? Dead truth the dead truth with di- dead tooth. So here she is. Introducing her brand new segment that we're going to listen to for the first time now on K-Rock. Hello, Beer Mug here. <sighs> Just kidding. Hello, Vanessa here. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go around Long Beach, look for a cool hair salon, and ask some hairstylists to tell me to share what their uh, clients have shared with them. What delicious stories have I they love- shared with them? I really, love every second of this. It's just like Beer Mug, really. I, I mean, mean, she starts with a joke that right. kills. <laughs> right. It's beer mug, just kidding. And then it takes a while That's to get... That's her catchphrase, for, just kidding. Just yeah. kidding. That's her big thing. And then, boom, breaks down the story, breaks down what she's getting. Very, very long and wordy. Some of these stories, by the way, are wild. you got to hear this. This is Truths with Death Tooth. Also messing up the name this of the segment. Truths that, we, with Death that's Tooth. A, that's a beer mug staple. Definitely not the real title of this segment, <laughs> but we'll try it out today. Thank you, listeners, for the segment. I'm totally happy to talk... To strangers right now. Okay, let's go. Right. So there you have it. That's the intro. Uh, here is the first first hairstylist. Totally this is uh, here's the first uh, stylist she talks to. So how long have you been doing hair for? Uh, I've been doing hair for about 15 plus years, um, and I've worked in salons, and now I mainly um, work on sets. Dang. Okay, so. What? <laughs> Dang. Dang, that story was crazy. So here she is now, uh, the real the real truth with Dead Tooth. What is the most delicious story a client or a crazy story a client has ever told you that you were just like, all right, girl, share, go right ahead. Oh, I love it so much. You know what's great is that you think about all of the, like, most salacious or in this case salacious stories out there hairstylists hear them all but 
they're not sworn to oath. There's no secrecy there. There's no. no they're HIPAA. not in the confessional booth. Right. They're, not, they're not a priest in, and they're, they're not a, they're not a, a licensed therapist. therapist. Yes. So there's nothing that stops them from sharing these secrets, right? No. Well, hairstylists, we get a lot of crazies. We're like therapists. And uh, I will say, this lady told me that she is in an online relationship with Tom Cruise, but she can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but she can't tell anybody because, you know, people are crazy and paparazzi and he just confesses his love to her all the time, but, and uh, said that she's, uh, he's going to fly her out to Dubai and that they were going to go in a week and that she's a professor at UCLA. <laughs> you believe this to be a true story? I, I believe this woman did tell her. Th- her uh, oh, I'm sure her, she told her this. Do you think yeah. there's any chance a, a professor from UCLA is having an online relationship with Tom Cruise and they're going to meet in Dubai? It's 100% true. You do? No. I mean, this woman. She's getting scammed you think by she's being some scammed? guy who lives in. Yeah. yeah it's got to be a bamboozle, right? <laughs> and she's in a secret online relationship with Tom Cruise. And it's legit because she said, I'm not crazy. It's legit, but people wow. think she's crazy. No. It's important when you say, I'm not crazy. Right. I have you to know, say just, that. Yeah, you have to say that so that people believe you. And I wasn't allowed to tell anybody. But of course, I mean, how could you not tell anybody? I went to my trailer right away and told <laughs> everybody. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, nice there's know. nothing in their contract that says they can't. You know, Katie, when she, if she has a client who says they murdered somebody, she can't tell anybody? I thought uh, that, that you can. I thought there's certain no, crimes. No, if they say they're going to kill somebody, you can say something. But oh, if they're going to harm other people or themselves, yes, that's when you can, then you uh, say, can it. say something. But if, you, if, she, if someone admits to your And uh, said, I killed my wife, husband. She can't say anything. Mm-mm. Really? Yes. And I always ask because I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on. Like, Feel if it. there was some crazy cold case and this woman got away with murder, you couldn't say anything. She's like, no, I could not. Well, therapist, I mean, a hairstylist, they'll tell they'll everything. They'll tell everything. She was just telling us all her crazy stories. And long story short, um, her she thought her partner, she was wondering why her partner was okay with it, with her having multi- being with multiple people. But she found out that he was actually hosting um, events at their house to have threesomes. Cool. That's cool. And she's just saying it like, yeah, that was just one of the stories. That's just one. That's like a typical Tuesday for a a hairstylist. They hear everything. You think about like what treatment you're getting done. If you're getting your hair dyed, you've got 45 minutes to an hour and you got to talk about something. So you're like, I might as well talk about the threesomes, you know? The threesome. The threesome. With men. And yes, and so they have children, and she, long story short, he had been with that person throughout their whole relationship. So he was hiding in the closet. They're no longer together, but. Mm. Yeah, that is delicious. What did you. (laughs) (laughs) That is delicious. Yeah. Maybe that's what we call the segment. You like that? Dead Tooth, you like that name better? Um, Yeah, but how do you say the word? We're not going to tell you're, you. You're saying it right. You're, you're, you're saying, saying it perfect. perfect. This is how I'm going to learn it. No, this no. is how you say it. Damn, that is delicious. What Damn, did you- <laughs> that is delicious. That's a great name for the whole thing. It really is. Now we can sponsor it, I think. Uh, hey, Brandon on K-Rock, what's up? Hey, Klein, I was wondering if you guys could put some googly eyes on dead tooth, dead tooth. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's an interesting idea. We it's have a no great time new for segment that idea. We we have to. We actually believe it or not, we're way behind on a break. I oh, think, really? Uh, Do we believe it? Yeah, yes. But, well, we have a couple <laughs> waiting on the phone for Petty Claims Court. They're so relate- many people have their hairstylist shops, barber shops that they want Vanessa to go to. Send us all. She'll go to all of them one by one. <laughs> Vanessa, right? You're going to go to all of them? No. Every single I- one of them. You're going to go to every salon in Southern California. <laughs> 
and get every salicious story you there's can find so and many, then go, Damn. There's so many salicious stories out there. you got to get to the bottom of all of them. Live from the K-Rock Studios in sunny Southern California, this is the search for America's weirdest relative. Gather around the table. Everyone claims they have the weirdest relative in America. We've given you the chance to prove it. And this year, after hearing hundreds of stories, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, in-laws, sisters, brothers, grandparents, great-grandparents... Weird neighbors. Dominatrix aunts. I mean, I'm looking over this list of just the ones that made it onto the show. There's hundreds of others that never made it onto the air, but, you know, from Vanessa, whose sister does the butt checks, to Carlos, whose uncle makes his own cheese at the table. Oh, yeah. Jesse, whose cousin talks like Kermit the Frog randomly. Oh, that's right. And he'll do it all night in, in character and never break. Allie pointed out Alana's professional dominatrix aunt. The uncle with the conspiracy theories about all eggs being white originally but being painted brown to sell for more. And uh, even Michael, whose uncle eats everyone's food using two spoons at the same time while eating. We've gotten grandmothers. We've gotten weird dads. Uh, Let's not forget the father that asked everyone in the family to put a drop of blood on the Build-A-Bear heart so that they could be bonded together as a family unit. And then when the family gets injured again, he takes the heart out and makes them add to it. Let's not forget about Allie, the um, grandmother that shows up at Thanksgiving dressed like a pilgrim for no reason whatsoever. But oh, just yeah. does it. And her dentures always fall out. Or uh, Ashley, whose uncle tries to kiss all the family on the lips, not to be confused with the other person who says their aunt, who smells like smoke, tries to play kiss tag. <laughs> she chases the relatives one by one and tries to kiss them. I mean, these are just some. We didn't even talk about Leela again, the cousin who's a vegan and angrily stands by the table because she refuses to sit with her family oh while they God, eat turkey. Oh, my God, I love that one. But it's all come down to this. Two different relatives, both nominated by K-Rock listeners. They will be battling it out for the title. One of them we met yesterday. One of them we're about to meet for the first time right now. Uh, this is listener Jerry. And Jerry, once again, you nominated when we started this search your grandmother, correct? Yes, I did. Hmm? And you nominated her because she's an amazing woman, but she does something that you consider to be rather weird. And I'm going to tell you right now, this immediately hit all of us as this guy's right to the finals. If we can get your grandma on the show and you have her with us right now, do you not? I do. I do. Okay. Can we meet grandma? Hey, grandma. Yeah. Hi, grandma. Hi. Thank you for joining us this morning on K-Rock. Well, thank you for having me. What's your name? My name is Ruth. Ruth, Grandma Ruth, do you know why your grandson nominated you for our Search for America's Weirdest Relative? I do, but I don't, I think it's weird that he did that because I don't think it's weird. What is it that you do? Well, I just like, um, I had the kids make portraits in the neighborhood, kids too, my grandchildren, out of raisins. Now, it's fun. Right. Now, the way that Jerry explains it is that you look for raisins that resemble the relatives. You look for raisins that look like the relatives, and then you dress them up. Is that correct in little uh, little costumes you make? I do. I, I, was a, I, I made lunches for school, and we'd always order too many raisins. So then I'd save them, and I'd tell the kids, <laughs> like, you find yourself in these raisins, and then I'd dress you up. 
<laughs> and I hate I hate razors. Like I really oh. do. Oh, that's I mean, I can't stand them. So I tried to get rid of them because they just make me sick. But the kids really loved it. I think it's really beautiful that the task is find yourself. Find yourself among in the raisins. the raisins. Also, what a plot twist yeah. that you hate raisins. I would have thought you were a raisin lover so much so that you said these are more for just yeah, eating. Yeah, I know. But, but you're I'm, really just trying to get rid of all of the surplus of raisins, which, by the way, who isn't? They yeah, suck. My husband, he loved raisins, and I hate raisins. I also, and so I just tell the kids to go through all the raisins, and you find the ones that look like you, and they would be real creative. Even the neighborhood kids would come over and do it, too. Yeah, I didn't realize that you were also extending this courtesy to the neighborhood children. I thought it was just your own relatives. Well, kind of expanded as they got older because they'd bring their friends and then other kids would come. And, yeah, it was, I mean, I didn't think it was weird. It was just, I was just trying to get rid of them. And if we were to ask you to make raisin portraits of everyone on our morning show, would you do that for us, Grandma Ruth? Oh, I sure would. Oh. That'd be amazing. Grandma Ruth, are you familiar with the hit song from the Halloween season, The Raisin Family? They're weirdos and pathetic. Dentists are diabetic. Don't know about Ozempic, The Raisin Family. The house will soon get egged. The mom needs to get pegged. Should have candy instead. The Raisin Family. Yuck. Oh, f***. So anyway, the song goes on. We Make don't have time sense. for it now. But uh, do you understand? Are that... you trying to put her back in the hospital? With no, no, no. What are you doing I'm, here? I'm letting her. I know I had a spell last week. I mean, but you know what? I do like that Ozempic. Oh, she likes Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Grandma loves the Ozempic. You're trying to win yourself an ultimate prize for your grandson, Jerry. And you would, of course, wear the sash at Thanksgiving dinner that would pr- proclaim to all people on the planet you are America's weirdest relative. Uh, we will get and I will send you a raisin portrait if we win. Great. Oh, okay. Well, it's already uh, looking good for I you. I would love that. Um, uh, how, old, how old are you, Grandma Ruth? I'm old. You don't ever ask a woman her age. Yeah, you don't ask a woman right now. Oh, that's rude. Right. Jesus, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm 29. That's, okay. that, that's L.A. for you. That's L.A. All right, hold on one second. That is uh, that is Ruth, Grandma Ruth. Oh, Allie, you, I'm sorry, you always have one question for the finalists, and then we'll get to the actual oh, uh, no. head-to-head. Do you have one question for Grandma Ruth? Yeah, um, Grandma Ruth, what is your favorite invention of the 21st century and why? Ozempic. Because it makes you skinny. <laughs> Jerry loves this woman. She could win this whole thing right now. Now, uh, the competition is not just, you would think it's a runaway. Definitely this is going to be our winner, we would think. This is Grandma Ruth we just met. But yesterday, we had uh, Lee that nominated. Hey, Lee, welcome back to the finals. Congratulations on getting all the way to the finals. Good morning, Sweet Divots. Sweet Divots, uh, once again, you nominated your cousin, right? Yeah, he's super weird. And this is the guy that you claim tries to make out with you every year on how on uh, Thanksgiving. Well, not oh, just make wrong. out with me. He tries to hook up with me every Thanksgiving. It's like a wang giving every year. Right. Yeah. It's a Wangsgiving. So he uh hey uh this is cousin Tom. He's back. Hey Tom, welcome back to the show. Ah, uh, morning. Morning. Are you proud of yourself that you made it to the finals of America's weirdest relative search? Uh no doubt. Are you kidding me? Are you still truck uh, driving right now? Absolutely. Oh, you hear that horn? <laughs> um, I would like you, Tom. I'd like you to meet. This is Cousin Tom, and he's uh, on the phone with Grandma Ruth. Cousin Tom and Grandma Ruth say hi to each other. You're each other's competition. 
Will you make out with me on Thanksgiving? Whoa, Grandma Ruth. <laughs> Grandma, that's well. She, by the way, she made out with Richard Blaze. What? Oh, hold on, Grandma. Hold on one second. You made second. out with Richard Blaze. Grandma, Grandma Ruth. Oh, Tom, Tom, hold on, calm down. Grandma Ruth, you made out with Richard Blade, K Rock legend Richard Blade. Well, we won't talk about that right now. He taught her scuba diving off a Catalina. Gary, I promise. He taught her scuba off a Catalina. I can't believe Richard Blade made out with a 29-year-old. That's amazing. Hold on. <laughs> I know. I looked up. I was too. Hold on. Jerry, your grandma doesn't want you to say something. What is it she's trying to get, stop you from saying? Uh, I, I, she doesn't want me to tell, uh, like, her little secret. Jerry, she, stop. You know? <laughs> Do you have a secret child right, with Richard Blade? She, well, she teases all the time that I might be the grandchild of Richard Blade, but oh. I don't think that. I kind of hear it in his voice a little bit, actually. Whoa. Should get you in here and do a little uh, uh, paternity test. Uh, grandma, you had grandma. Correct me if I'm wrong. You had sex with Richard Blade. Uh, maybe, but I'm not telling my secrets. Whoa! Whoa. This is the secret wow. to a long life. You ever make a what raisin? Are all the old people you, we're talking. You, you ever to? make a raisin portrait out of Richard Blade? Uh, maybe. Oh man, <laughs> Allie. <laughs> It's time now. Jerry, try to keep it together. This is time for the final finals. It's right. Cousin Tom versus Grandma Ruth, and here we go. This is rapid fire. We will figure out through this questions, Allie, these questions, who is America's weirdest relative. Here we go. Uh, Grandma Ruth, what is the best snack? Well, certainly not raisins. Um, <laughs> let's see. I really like 100 gram bars. Oh, oh man, that's there. such a grandma answer. Hey, cousin Tom, what is your million dollar bars now, grandma? Cu- cousin, <laughs> cousin Tom, what is the best snack? I love Doritos. little girls. Doritos. No, <laughs> calm down, Richard Floyd. Hold on. <laughs> said Doritos. We, Richard Floyd, shut up. We don't need you here. All right, moving on. Grandma Ruth, what is what is your? What, How did you have that? <laughs> grandma Ruth, what is your hobby? I'll, I'll consider it a date, baby. Uh, Richard Blade, shut yeah, up. I won't tell you the one in the drawer, but I have other hobbies. Um, oh, I like, Grandma Ruth, what's I in your re- drawer? Duh. I'm not telling. Okay, okay Grandma, that's telling. okay. Gra- uh, grandma might be on more than Ozampic, so. Oh, your Grandma's all hopped up on pain meds right now? <laughs> I don't know what she's hopped up on. Uh, I like Xanax, too. Xanax oh, and great. dildos. All right, that sounds like a fun grandma. <laughs> I regret even bringing this up now, but... I, I need to make sure I'm not insane because I got into a, it's not an ult. No, no, no. I didn't get into another fight. I, I'm still. Who are in you a, fighting with now? Well, I do have another fight that I'm in, but that's not what I wanted to talk about. I, I'm in a fight with the Oreo company, but oh that's. Oh my God. Do you ever look at your life and say, I think I've made some bad decisions and maybe I should rethink everything? Yeah. I, all the time. I think about that all the time. Look at the, think, think about the last five fights that you've had that are not with your wife. A magician? That's current. Five-hour energy? Yes. Oreo? Oreo, I love you, Oreo. That's the problem. That's why I don't want to fight with them, but I got... What are you fighting with them about? I don't want to get, I don't want to get into it. I mean, You're, you made me get into stuff. Uh, yeah, I know, but this one is stupid, and, and I'm still... I, I can't even keep track of these. And it's not really a... I'm not in a fight with Oreo. I'm upset about... I, I fell for one of those, like... Uh, not fall for... I, I, I got serviced one of those the things on Instagram... Whereas basically, uh, such a nice way of saying. You oh, got are scammed. these the ones where you could get your picture on the Oreos? Yes. 
you, you what is that? I seen that All and right. I just scroll by it. I'm I not know. a sucker. Yeah, well, like me, I'm a sucker. And he gets I, targeted sucker ads now. I get, I get all I get all the targeted ads. Guys, I'm like at hundred percent. Any ad that gets serviced to me, Jesus, I'm I'm man. at least looking for more information. And uh this yeah, this it was this was like a few, a month ago and basically they hit me with that ad that was that said um Hey, you know, get your face on an Oreo. I don't want my mm. face on there, but I, I knew my, my kid's birthday was coming up. They loved the oh. Oreo. I passed that along. Would've been huge, right? Would have been huge. Is it just one Oreo? <sighs> Allie, I don't want to get it. it. It's not. You can. You it's. You can do as little as I think one, as few as one Oreo, or you can. Get, Are they like, carving her like your daughter's no, face onto an Oreo? Or is it just like a printed picture that's glued on? Okay. So I. It's hard to tell. Because you can do that. Newsflash. It, it, it's hard to tell by the picture, but it looks like they. Actually, like somehow they superimpose it on like the frosting yeah, or something. Yeah, they, right. they do. Yeah, they dip yeah. the Oreo. It in, looks cool. They, 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 it, see, thank you, Omar. At least you can admit it looks cool. It does. It looks really cool. But he still knows enough not to do it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, okay. I'm gonna suck well, her. that's where you and I are different, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. And Omar's big advice, if you ever want to be wealthy in this world, is don't fall for every little impulsive buy. Be right. smart with your money. I, on the other hand, live very impulsively. So when I see something in the moment, I don't think is this a wise long-term goal move i just go oh cookie with a face yeah well that's how you got all of our christmas presents <laughs> they're right yeah and i got scared. that was another stupid ad that hit my <laughs> goddamn thing so well and remember that little cody bot that was too tight the, 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 all... yeah the jacket i bought myself on wish yeah, yeah. that was a big mistake too <laughs> it was such a tiny jacket I, most of my it was a tiny fur coat most of the impulsive buys i've made through like a, a pop-up or something that's it like i have regretted very i don't think there's ever been a time where i said i think that i made the a wise yeah, call money here. well spent yeah i've never, never said that. that i think well, it's because, i'm always like yeah. this sucks i mean because everything that's being targeted to you on instagram is being targeted at you for a reason because they need someone an idiot like yourself to buy it because nobody else is buying it Thank so you. they're using money to promote to people like you so that somebody will not think about the quality and just be like oh click here so anyway the long and short of the oreo thing is that i <laughs> i fell for it and i immediately said this is great this will be the hit of the party I'll order the cookies. I'll upload a picture of my kids' faces, and then the cookies never arrived. And it, and it said like they'd be there in eight days or something like that. And like a, like a month went by, and then they finally sent me an email. I actually forgot I even did it to be honest. And then they sent me an email yesterday that says your cookies should be arriving in the next like week. And I'm like, forget it, what? keep them. I don't. I said keep Ooh. the cookies and give me my money back. Was it expensive? Yeah, I think it was like fifty bucks for like you know, which is not like, for Oreos. That's a lot. Yeah. So how many Oreos do you get? Uh, 48 or 24 Oreos with their face on them or something. I don't know what that's it is. So, that's it's so many. I, I, I thought it was going to be. That was my big plan to give out at the stupid party. Like, uh, here's a cookie. Well, I don't know. It was a bad. I, I didn't so think about it. everyone can eat their faces? I didn't even think it through, really, <laughs> Allie. I didn't think the whole thing through. But it backfired, and now... Uh, so said, now you're trying to say forget about it. I said, I emailed Oreo, and I said, Oreo... I got nothing but love for you in general. You know, it's, it's probably the greatest cookie ever, it right? Is, I mean, everyone yeah. loves Oreo. It it's is. great. I said, but uh, you can keep these cookies. These do me no good anymore. I don't need them. And they them. said that it would be there in eight days, and it got there way past that day. I haven't even gotten them yet. I still haven't gotten them. Wow. Kids are going to be. This must uh, look awesome. Kids are going to be adults by the time these arrive. <laughs> and they wrote back to me kind of a mean uh, email, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> from from Oreo, I would have I would have thought they that they you. They basically said like, "Keep your mouth shut, fatty." <laughs> they wrote back to me. Oreo said, uh, "Unsubscribe." These 
<laughs> they said these cookies are not no good to us anymore. They already have your kid's face on them. What? No one else wants them, and uh, you and and there's no refund. They basically said in bold letters, "What? No refunds, no way, no how." Whoa. Oreo, come on! You didn't get it, it, it delivered on time. That's bogus. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they claim they went into this whole. I don't have the email up now, but they claim that they spend you know a lot of time and effort to make sure that every. Pixel or, is included. Every and blah, cookie blah, blah. is done, uh, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Make sure they're done right. And uh, that sometimes the orders take longer than others, and that's on me. Man, you really failed at your kid's birthday. Fail. This year. Big fail. You failed on the magician. You failed on the Oreo. What else did you fail on? There's a couple other things, but I don't want to talk about it. What are they? <laughs> Just some things that didn't. That oh, I, I think I know. Nope. You don't know. Is it the. All right. It, what what do you think it is? Well, I knew you had planned on doing a special thing at the park. Yeah, that didn't go great either. The ice cream bike was another issue, but that's <laughs> my fault. That's my own stupid fault because I don't know how to put that thing back together again. <laughs> so, yeah, that thing was a disaster. So you brought an ice cream bike to the park and then it broke? No, it didn't make it to the park. It, <laughs> I put a new wheel on it because it had a flat, this ice cream bike, and then I put the wrong inner tube size in the thing. So as soon as I started pedaling, actually, I got halfway and then the thing completely came out of the track or whatever and then i was just it's sitting called there called a rim you rim whatever and then i'm pushing the ice Don't cream no no whatever you know these you have to know these things man if I'm, you're gonna build it and I'm this not... isn't just ice cream related this is just how to operate a normal bicycle yeah yes also i didn't realize <laughs> that the ice cream people use dry ice which is i guess is a uh, much oh, lo- you did not just use regular ice in there. <laughs> yes. Bad. You get soggy ice cream, too. Yeah, I know. I ruined it all. And on top of that, Omar, regular ice is way heavier than dry ice, apparently. <laughs> oh, is it really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's so funny. I put in, like, I was so like. So you're, like, struggling to pedal? Dude, I put in. No wonder the inner tube like came off. I put in so many bags of ice. <laughs> and uh, I was like, this is really hard to maneuver, this bicycle. <laughs> And uh, I was pushing, so I ended up having to push this thing down the street. And a guy. And it was still just as heavy. A guy pushing a fruit cart. Uh, you know, it was like his, I guess it was his, you know, his like area. His block. And he kind of started looking like, oh, is this going to be a turf war for carts? And I said, hey, man, I'm not here to sell. I'm just going to give out some ice cream. And then the guy kind of came over and saw my situation, and he was laughing at me because I was trying to use real ice instead of dry ice. Yeah, you're a cart novice. Uh, yeah, like I don't know what I'm doing. So that was a fail. If you're going to keep track of fails, that's three wow. of many. So your but... kids were promised uh, an awesome female magician, Oreos with their faces on it, and a fully functional ice cream bike. And all yeah, three of those say, were failed. I never said fully functional. They assume <laughs> that. I said you'll have a nice. They were cre- helping, weren't you? Making them help. Yeah, they fix it up. They helped uh, do some. Yeah, yeah the their walks. initials were on that little ice yeah. cream truck. Yeah. yeah, it looked it looked fine. It just was non. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move it. It's a it's a it's a stationary cart. So whatever, I put in the effort. It all backfired on. Five one zero said, "Why is Klein still responsible for even planning these girls' birthday party? Why you know wouldn't you let somebody else do it at this That's point?" That's good point. I blame my wife for this. I mean, it's on my her. God, I feel like I could plan a better party. It's on her. It's on her for even allowing me to do this. Didn't you say if radio ever didn't work out, you would go into party planning? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I did say. You did say you know yeah. how to plan a good party. Yeah, I did. And by the way, I'm good at the planning. The execution <laughs> is a totally true. different thing. <laughs> Let's get into it now because your idea could score you tickets and, of course, more importantly, a real investment. We've made real brands, real businesses have been built right here, believe it or not, 
in the dank tank. My idea is called the Blunt Etiquette Book. Lego or connect set that you can put together and you got your pipe or ball. It's called the Dango Meter. Bug repellent. If they could make it smokable. Instead of having a tree in your mirror, we're going to have like weed leaves hanging, bro. Uh, it's wiping for your mouth. We should put popcorn out of business and start serving mac and cheese. Some of the many ideas we've received over the years since we've been starting the Dank Tank. Uh, and now it's a chance for you to join us at 800-520-1067. Ideas become high profit. No idea is too dumb for the Dank Tank. Let's go ahead and kick this thing off. Hello? Hi, my name is Janet. Go ahead. We've got money to spend and tickets to give. What is your idea? So my idea is for a hoodie, like a sweater, and the top of your sweater has a hole for the woman's ponytail or male. Or male. Uh, so you would have the hood on, and then your ponytail would just be shooting out the backside? Yeah, because, you know, when we have our hoodies on, it looks like we have a big old ball <laughs> on our head. And, yeah. yeah. Would so, it be at the top or the bottom of the neck? Like, top of the head, or would you be able to adjust no, it? No, like on the top. You know, like a high, cute little ponytail, <laughs> you know, when you're having one of those days? Yeah. Allie does not know those days. <laughs> Allie's never had a high cute ponytail day. I've never had life. a top knot. So what you're saying is it's a hoodie, it's got a hole in it so that people that have long hair can put the hair. Yeah, it's like postmaster Johnny should know. If you go to the gym, like the girls, like they like to have the hair go so you know, you just put the hair bun and your hair is sticking out. Do you have a name for this product, the uh, hoodie with the hole? There you go. <laughs> oh, all right. That's the name for it. The hoodie Pretty with the hole. hole. All right, I we'll go it. with that. All right, K-Rock, you're on the dang thing. What's up? Uh, so it's been a long time since I spoke weed, but I guess I was just thinking about it. And um, I was thinking like an oxygen tank full of weed smoke. So that way, that way you don't have to like spark a joint or anything. Right. <laughs> as I said earlier, there's no such thing as a dumb idea in the dang tank. You know, 323 three said, hear me out. Parking sucks. We all know that. Yes. What if you could fold up your car and put it in your pocket so you never had to worry about parking ever again? I know that it might take a little while to figure out the logistics, and it would be a bit complicated, but it'd be great. I actually did see a prototype for a car that needs to be, it's not foldable necessarily, but it has like like in the way that a convertible can kind of uh, mechanically like roof can go up down. Like it can make itself smaller maybe? Yes, it can make itself smaller, Whoa. which I think is you know, very When you're cool. like, oh, I'm just a little too big. My ass is going to be hanging out into this driveway. You could just lose a few inches. Mike, you're on K-Rock. It's the Dank Tank now, a chance for your idea to become a reality. What do you got? All right, so hear me out. So you know when you go to like McDonald's or Jack in the Box, you can't decide on what drink to order? Well, I would like a divider in my drink so that I could have maybe root beer on one side and Coke on the other, and then I never have to panic I love anymore it. when I go to these places. I think it's great. Sometimes I can't even decide, especially when you go that middle of the day from breakfast to lunch, where you're like, I kind of still want more coffee, but also I know pretty soon I'm going to want an iced tea or right. I'm going to want something for lunch. Divider is a great idea. That's This guy could win the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, I know it's simple, right? It's just a just a but cup. How with would a, that work? It's just a divider in a cup. It's just you make the cup like a package. Like remember, Nerds candy, two different flavors in one. Yeah, but both of them tasted the same. I feel like they just kind of started no, tasting didn't. like each other. Yeah, Nerds mm. all taste the same. Uh, you would know, uh, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, hi. Josh, you're in the tank tank. Welcome. What's your idea? Oh, it's wheelie fast weed. Weed delivery on motorcycles. 
Well, they do have a company called Speedweed that does deliver, but this is wheelie fast weed. That's the joke. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you say it like that, it's funny. It's wheelie I'm, fast. Do they, is it maybe? I'm a professional motorcycle racer, so it makes sense for me. Whoa! Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I think that'd be cool if it was like professional drivers, like even NASCAR drivers or something. If you paid like a $10 extra, it could be somebody who's like a professional driver who could get there in like six seconds. I like the account. I like the name Wheelie Fast Weed, but it would be so much funnier if they showed up on a unicycle. <laughs> like if they delivered on unicycle, it wouldn't be so fast, but it'd be it a lot funnier. Be fast. It would be great though. Like how excited would you be if like the weed guys here, it's just a unicycle guy? Yeah. There's a just lot doing of, wheelies. Trust me when I say there's a lot of out of work <laughs> unicyclists. I promise you that. Diego, you're in the dank tank. What do you got for us? Oh, man. Let me, where do I get started, man? So I think we should start adopting boudets. Everybody you in the U.S. get a boudet. Because I know there's a lot of you people out there walking around with stinky booties. And I, I, Are you pitching? Is this different than a bidet or a boudet? No, no. No, this is, this is, this is a, a boudet, you know. And shoot, <laughs> let it have a mister. Why not? Okay, hold on. You're wait, saying wait. the bidet <laughs> is for females and the boudet <laughs> is for dudes? is for guys? Hey, 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 yeah. do their own, you know, whoever, whatever you enjoy. I, I, I'm not going to. Right, no, I guess. I just want to. We're trying to figure it out. I want to hear the idea. I, I love that he's getting defensive. Yeah, hey, I, hey, <laughs> hey. I like. We're all yeah, fans. I don't want to offend anybody. Diego, Diego, we're all, we're all fans of the concept of the boudet, we think. But I don't. None of us are sure what it is. Are you just pitching a bidet and saying it wrong? Or is there a second oh, you, bidet? No, 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 no. This is the boudet. The boutet boudet. So this, What's this, the difference this between a regular bidet and the bootay? Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. one, no, no, no. Is that the only difference in the name? Is now it the same thing? Just the difference in the name? He's just, he's just rebranding the product almost. Okay. If you All just right. repeat okay. it, he goes, yeah. So, so Diego, I just want to clear this up. So the boudet and the, boot and the bidet are the same thing. Yep. New name, same product. Same product, just this one blows steam, so you can get the oh, nice Oh, steam. Know? That's hey. good. All right, now oh, we're talking. Okay. So it works worse? It works worse, <laughs> Allie. It's, <laughs> instead of water, it's hot steam. Okay. If you've ever wanted yeah. third-degree burns in your beehole, you got to get a boo-boo. Oh, it's like no. an extra cleaning thing. All right, you know what? got his beehole steam. I like, hold on, hold on one second. That's not terrible. We'll continue with the dang tank. Hopefully someone's keeping track of these ideas. Someone's going to make a billion dollars today. It's K-Rock. Klein Alley Show. This is the uh, Dank Tank, turning ideas into high profit. We have not put any of our own money behind these ideas just yet, but maybe the boudet is what finally gets Alley to crack her wallet. We'll see. <laughs> All right, let's say hi to Christy. You're in the Dank Tank now. No ideas too dumb for the Dank Tank. What's up, Christy? Hi, how are you this morning? Good, doing fine. We'd love to hear your idea. Uh, so my husband always gets a a hole in a sock for me comes from work and it never fails on his left foot. So he came up with the idea of maybe starting a left sock store only um, for left socks. Oh my God. That's well, you know what? I know left is partial to him, but just selling one sock at a time, 
that actually is a really good idea because everyone loses a sock and then you have to buy new pairs of socks, but you already still have one and then you have to throw the other one away. A better Being idea. able to shop just for one sock. better idea would be just instead of pairs of socks, they come in threes. So you always have a, a, a bonus. Well, maybe it has it all. You can do one, two, or three. But why do you think your husband keeps getting a hole in one of his socks? Do you think he's effing his sock when you're not around? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but every time he takes off his work bike, no matter how many times he cuts that toenail, it always ends up ripping. Yeah, that is an interesting theory. It I, happens I, to me because I just have pointy toes. They're strong. I'm convinced, guys. I know you're going to say this is a crazy conspiracy theory, but I'm convinced that when they put together pairs of socks, they purposely give you one decent one and one bad one. They take all of the best ones and all the worst right. ones. They pair them together on purpose, knowing that once one goes, you pretty much have to start all fresh again. Mm-hmm. So I'm convinced you're not getting two equal quality uh, socks anyway big sock companies huh big sock dude big sock <laughs> what a conspiracy theory uh, it, it's look into it you know i don't know Allie. that's where i lose it let's say hi to phil phil you're in the dank tank what is going on welcome to k-rock hey party people it's all good um i love cookies and milk and my cookie tweezers i've actually made a pair so I don't get my fingers full of milk when I'm dipping my cookies. Oh, I love a, that. How did you make a prototype right? of cookie tweezers? Well, there's it's like a... It's like a tongue? Well, did you use a tongue? Yeah, it's like a reverse <laughs> tongue. Reverse tongue. They're, they're like uh, clothespins, but they're for like towels. They're real big. Um, I don't know. They're so. just plastic clothespins. But, okay. They, Wait, you made it out of plastic coasters? Clothespins. Oh, clothespins. Yeah. So you will, yeah, they're, uh, they're, every time you eat cookies and dunk them into milk, you use these cookie tweezers, as you call them, so that you don't get any oh, yeah. milk on your fingers? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a dainty cookie and milk eater. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> <laughs> pull that I love that. You could win gayest dog in America. Yeah, I think Wait, so. Uh, so really, your idea is clothespins. Cookie tweezers. Yeah, uh, cookie tweezers. Yeah, but you're using clothespins. Well, right, it's prototype. It's a prototype. He doesn't have money yet. we got to invest money. (laughs) Then he'll really make the cool product. Right, okay, we're going to do that. But isn't that last bite, I guess the last bite, how do you get the last bit of cookie? Phil, how do you get... get smaller cookie tweezers. Smaller and smaller. Oh, you you drop in the last piece, like a claw machine. You drop it in your mouth. Yeah, you should have thought of that. Not thinking logically, obviously. Let's say hi to... uh... Man, Allie, there's so many terrible ideas here. You mean great ideas? Uh, Great ideas. Let's say hi to Alex. Alex, you're on the Dank Tank. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. So my idea is for who's right. It's like an app, and you just ask. Like let's just say you're driving with somebody, you're carpooling, and you're eating ham and cheese sandwich, and the other person tells you, "I don't have money for gas," but they, um, they buy McDonald's. So you're telling, "Hey man, what the what the hell? You know, I'm over here eating ham and cheese," uh-huh. and. You guys are eating, and you're eating McDonald's, pitching for gas, and then he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I got to save it for... Well, anyways, you just ask the app who's right. <laughs> you know, you... So you type all of that into the app? That sounds like a very specific right, but somebody example. somebody has to answer your question. What is the situation again? All right. Forget the situation. You just got to ask who's right. <laughs> Does the app only work for the ham and cheese McDonald's <laughs> scenario or other ones? Can it work for a Lunchable? 
No, no. It's like it's like you're having a discussion with somebody. About what? You say, hey, about what? what exactly would you be discussing? Anything, anything that you guys have, a, like, you just want to have, like, a survey. I just need yeah, an example. Right? Can you give us a real-world example, though, involving food. Hmm. Well, maybe not just food. It's for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But you just have a question, and you're having an argument <laughs> with the other person, and we'll say, uh-huh. okay, who's right? So you type in your question, but in order to type in your question, you have to answer other people's questions. <laughs> Is there, a cha- <laughs> is, there a qu- is there a character limit on the questions no, that you Allie. can ask? Unlimited. Unlimited. So then you have to answer other people's questions about the problem? Yeah, because then nobody's going to answer yours. Mm, this is to get like, a, it's almost like a real life family feud situation. Uh, 100 people surveyed who's right, yeah, who's like wrong. You guys have had plenty of uh, quarrels or, you know, you yes, guys want to know who's, who's on the right side. Right. And so you guys would just type in your question, but so other people, in order to ask their questions, right, they would have to answer yours. So right. just to sum up, you're pitching a delivery ham and cheese service? <laughs> Pretty much. With okay. All right. You know, we it. should have you on the next Petty cl- Claims Court with your yeah. with your person yeah. that you were fighting with like over the ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, who's the person that stiffed you on gas money, man? Uh, no, I ain't going to say no name. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. I can't even believe you. Stitches get stitches, man. Stitches <laughs> get stitches. Man, that's a real problem. I'm right amazed there. you followed that enough to be able to ask a question about it, Klein. I uh, I had no idea what I'm, was going on. I'm half guessing on what it really is. Matt, on the dang tank, we got to wrap this up and pick a winner. What's up? Hey, uh, all right. You know how successful Taco Tuesday's been, and you guys were talking about the legal disputes and everything. Mm-hmm. I say we go with Moo Moo Monday, where oh. everyone just wears Moo Moos to work. Already there. Allie's been fighting that fight for a long time. By the way, it rhymes with more days of the week than Mondays. Yeah, Moo Moo Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Allie's doing a thing called Moo Moo All Days, and it's uh, catching fire. Yeah. All right, we've heard a lot of ideas, and we can keep going with this, but we have to pick our favorite. Let's go ahead and vote quickly and then uh, give away some tickets. Allie, you heard a lot of ideas. Who gets the tickets this I week? I mean, I loved the ham and cheese ramble, but I think my favorite idea so far has been the boudet. Boudet, which is like a bidet, but for the bootay, uh, I believe. Also confusing. Yeah. Omar, you got you some go- steam in there. The difference was the steam. You are you going? Steam your you, are you going bootay as well? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, just right. yeah. it's Jake, Jake, you got a favorite one, Jake? I've been wanting a solution to my ham and cheese sandwich problem with getting gas. So. Uh huh. Right, so you're going ham and cheese. It's funny. I was going to go uh, cookie tweezer guy just because he at least worked on a prototype, so he was right. the furthest along. His prototype was clothespins. Well, doesn't matter, Ali. Yeah, he uh, just but- found a clothespin somewhere. <laughs> And put it around cookies. Boo day wins the dank tank. It's K Rock, Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. Thanks for hanging out this morning. If you need us, we're here at 800 520 Um, Am I a bad person? Yes. For, hold on. I'm not done. Um, I'll answer for, for Omar. So, yes. Uh huh. So, if I take a glass from a bar. Oh, like you stole. You stole a glass. If you've still, like, you know, those cool Chimay glasses that are, like, you know, all roundy and cool looking or, like, you know, a pint glass from a place that you've never been before that you kind of want to commemorate or whatever. You've stolen a bar glass occasionally, have you not? Sometimes you buy a drink and they will say, you know, for an extra $3 or whatever, keep the glass as a souvenir. And then usually... Yeah, I'm not talking about the medieval times thing where it's like buy a commemorative cup. No, this is just the beer glass that they give you. You know, I don't. I don't leave restaurants with silverware, and I don't leave bars with the barware because I mean, I'm that's not their steal stuff. Silverware—that's just sad. How did you? 
question and follow up, and this will determine whether or not you're a bad person. How did you leave the bar with the glass? Did you leave drinking, holding the glass in your hand, or did you leave gerbling the thing in your beehole? Well, every time that I've stolen something from a bar, it's been put into a purse or a bag yeah, or hidden bad, under a jacket. Yeah, you're a bad person. No, yeah, but you're a bad in person. the scheme of things, you know, they're not going to miss it. It's one pint glass. And we do have a pretty good collection that we've developed over the course of several years. All stolen? Um, most of, yeah, we have, well, we have regular glasses and then we have like probably five or six glasses that are all from different bars. Which bar did you steal this from? Well, so, so here's the, the last one. It was actually an unsuccessful steal attempt. Oh, man. It was just like the time you tried to steal salsa and it shattered all over the floor at the grocery store? Kind of. This is sad because when we tell you stories, guys, you may be thinking, oh, that's Allie in high school. That was Allie in junior high when everyone kind of goes through a little klepto phase. But this salsa thing, I think, happened post-college, I believe. Yeah, that was post-college. But I was also trying to throw a party and I didn't have any money. So, right. And we wanted to spend all the money that we had on booze, and we didn't want to spend it on, on right. food. And how will anyone know it's a party if there's not salsa? Exactly. So Allie, That's how you think. Allie had to steal the mild salsa, <laughs> which is the saddest thing to get caught stealing so, ever. I was at a bar with some friends, and everyone that I was with decided, let's get a round of shots. And I'd never been at this bar before, and it was kind of like cool, crafty cocktail bar, right? Where they like, you know, they have the real Moscow mule cups and all that. They have like legit barware for, you know, each drink has its own cup, basically. Yeah, yeah those places are cool. Yeah, where it's like a mojito, you get the really tall, skinny one. You know, they got really nice martini glasses, that kind of thing. The so, Moscow mule, by the way, I think the coolest cup. It's like that, like hammered copper cup that yeah. they serve it in. But it looks so cool, and I feel like the dr- I feel terrible for the drinks that didn't pick their own cup. But they're like, oh, like I'm stuck in. Like I feel really bad. <laughs> for like martini Collins glass yeah like those know. glasses stink <laughs> like it's like I don't know, like a Tom Collins you're like oh but can you put it in a, in a Moscow Mule cup yeah, those are cool so cups cool. yeah some drinks like beers like those big like especially those like uh, German places that give it to you in that glass boot yeah like that's as cool as it gets those like, are cool those I could eat I could and it argue. makes you want to steal them sometimes you do think to yourself like man my kitchen would be so much cooler if I had this giant glass exactly. German boot exactly and then if you you can't think of anything to put in there but you're like I gotta feel like I gotta drink something out of this boot right so anyway we order shots and i didn't even think about what they i thought it was just gonna be regular shot glass the guy brings out four clients they were so cute they were like tiny little moscow mule cups they were like shot glass size they were baby ones i've seen those before they were so cute. Yeah, I see them in your purse. No. I, I, I run no. into your purse. You so, had four or five of them. She, and it was like some kind of a mixed shot that I've never taken before, but I, I guess that's the, the shot glass that that shot goes into. So he got, us the, he got us the four shots. We took them. And then, you know, we're sitting there with our shot glasses. We had ordered a different drink, whatever. We're talking. And I think to myself, dude, this would be a great shot glass to add to my collection. So I, I take it. I just kind of shove it under the bar, and oh. I kind of slip it into Katie's purse. You don't have a moment in your brain where you think to yourself, like, this is wrong, or like I'm stealing from this establishment, and eventually, yeah, sure, this one glass is not going to make a dent in the bottom line, but if they're losing- That's lo- what I was thinking. But if they're losing one of these every night, or they're losing a few of these every weekend, eventually they're like, I can't believe we got to reorder these glasses. We just well, got them. So- and, they, and then they're going to start chaining them to the bar. Like That's why we can't have nice things, because of people like you. Interesting point that you make, because later on- when he brought us our new round of drinks, he goes, by the way, I'm going to collect your shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, you know what? They probably do this now because so many people take those little tiny, cool Moscow Mule yeah, shot glasses. Cool. Shot glasses are very stealable. So they're like, oh, man, you know, everyone's stealing shot glasses. Usually people take shots and then they walk away. So they kind of just sit on the bar. But now more bars are probably doing this to avoid... People like me. So what happened? So he collects three, 
and then he looks at where the where's the fourth one, right? And he's kind of wondering what where's the where the fourth one go. So and Katie knows that I've done what I've done. So I <laughs> this poor woman. So I, I feel so bad for your wife. I really do. So then I decide. Here's my tactic. I go. Oh, where is it? Where is that other glass? Where? Hold on a minute. Let me. Oh my gosh! I've dropped it on the gr- on ground. <laughs> Which is, by the way, that's your move. <laughs> I've seen you drop plenty of drinks at the bar before. So then I do a whole fake. Oh, where is it? And we do this whole me and then Katie's an accomplice now. And we do this whole. We get the phone flashlight out, Klein. Oh, you we did do a the whole, whole fake yeah, searching we did for the it. Whole fake oh. search. All that money you spent on theater college really paying <laughs> off. It's like, oh, I don't see it anywhere. Allie's big <laughs> acting debut was searching for stolen shot glass on the floor of a hipster bar. <laughs> so, so you give it back. So I I do a fake reach down all the way to the bottom of the floor, quote where it is, and then I proceed to pull out the shot glass from my purse Smart. and set it on the table. Yeah, it's got lipstick and in I it. look at him and he just looks at me. <laughs> He's like, yep, nice try, bitch. <laughs> he totally knew I stole it. You ever get a note taped to your front door or taped to your trash can and you realize, oh no, I'm about to enter the realm of neighbor notes. Neighbor notes usually passive aggressive, almost always anonymous, usually signed your, your neighbor or your concerned neighbor based on something that you're potentially doing. I was telling you a few weeks ago, and some people say that I'm, I'm wrong here, and maybe I am, but if you got a little extra garb, let's just say one week got a little extra trash, everyone's got their trash cans out, you just kind of do a little quick quick glance, your neighbors, like I live next to someone who's like completely sink, they have two giant trash cans, they live by themselves, those things are like always 99% empty. I got young kids, I got the, uh, place is chaotic. Every once in a while I take a little extra, dump it in their trash can. Yeah, but they doesn't real... your wife throw away things that have just been opened? Well, she... Her biggest problem, and I don't want to stereotype here, but this is all wives everywhere, is that when an Amazon box arrives, there's zero attempt to break it down. It's just a full square box. Just She takes it, and she just drops it right in, and one box will fill up a whole can. <laughs> and then I'll say, is that a joke? And she'll go, well... You know, you'll 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 do what you do. Like she thinks I'm gonna like you know, crunch They're it gonna down. They're gonna take, go through it, yeah, and but, break but, them all down, yeah, and like right. zip tie them you're and not stuff. Not a trash compactor. That, that, dude. That's like, what does she think you're I doing, man? I don't know. Man. The look at you actually thinks you might be. I could. So <laughs> one thing I could try. Uh, actually, this what what you bring up does bring up a lot of opinions. I know nine cents. This trash thing is so dumb. I'd rather my neighbor use my trash can than litter our streets. Meanwhile, three one zero said, if you consistently need to use your neighbor's extra trash space, why don't you try considering your uh, reducing your own carbon footprint uh, yeah it's not about consistent it's a once in a while but so much so where someone feels the need to put a note i wouldn't even notice if someone else had their trash in my i would not notice yeah i'm sure people have in my trash and i don't notice. you would know how would you yeah. notice like I, I watch people all the time pick up dog crap throw it in i go ah, it is what it is well i don't like seeing that so here's a note not about that this was left on a neighbor's door you tell me what you think hi my husband can see you on our ring camera Please put pants on when you take out your trash. Hot. Signed, your neighbor. Now, the person who got the note does what I think a lot of us do, which is when we're on our own front lawn area, pants are kind of optional, right? Clothing is optional. Yeah, I've done that move. Yeah. Where you have no pants on? If you're doing like a last before bed situation or a first thing in the morning, those are the two times. I've done it when I take out the trash cans first thing in the morning, like around, you know, But well, what are you whatever. wearing then? Yeah, what are you wearing exactly? Underwear. What kind? Uh, I don't know. These uh, b- boxer briefs, I guess. 
No, nothing. Thongs. Whoa. Omar's European. He loves wearing his thongs. I, uh, by the way, I have been accused. I didn't think about the ring doorbell situation. I, I probably should have thought of that. When I take my dog out for the last, like, one final pee before bed, I usually, because I'll, I'll be, like, laying on the couch, almost at that point I'm just in my boxers. I don't really get dressed to go walk the dog one don't final you have, time. You know, like a little cover up or something? No. A little robe? No, it's nice. Weather's nice out. Yeah, but. but I just go out when in my you underwear. Say you're but you're underwear. not walking down the street. Uh, you're just uh, in, your, in your yard. Area. Some, no, I, I sometimes walk two, three houses up. And see, I'm, I think that's where it starts being a little bit problematic. I think you need to be on your own property if you're in your yeah. underwear, because then you're just a weirdo walking around the neighborhood in your underwear. That's what my wife mm-hmm. says, and I was like, "What? Well, it's, it's like not, it's dark out. No one can see me. Yeah, but if my you're shame in, is hidden. Are you in boxers? Because boxers look like regular shorts, so that uh, I wouldn't even think twice about. I mean, but if they were like underwear, box, underwear, boxer briefs. No, 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 bo- no, no, boxer briefs. Like they go down to like uh, above the knee, but they're. But they're tight. They're not baggy. Yeah, that's see, that's why is that a problem? How is that different than if I was like a cyclist? <laughs> yeah, or a UFC fighter. Yeah, what if I was a UFC fighter? Allie? Because you're not. You're a hairy, shirtless guy so, walking his dog. So whatever. So <laughs> so that. But I'm saying it's like the outfit isn't the same as a. If you start fighting your dog, it's okay. <laughs> It's just gonna start fighting. <laughs> like, there you hey, go. Hey, is that a weird guy? Oh no, he's fighting his dog. It's cool. cool. He's a fighter. Yeah, no, I, I feel I like that's, that's, that's what people do when they go out at night or in the first thing in the morning. I have never seen that in my neighborhood what, whatsoever. You get dressed to go take out your trash or take. Uh, Sometimes I will not even go outside my house unless I am wearing a bra. And if I'm not wearing a bra, I will n- I will like cover myself. I'll like do my the whole arms cross thing as I'm walking out. I see people do like the bathrobe move, but I just don't have a bath. I don't have a bathrobe. Well, so. yeah, the bathroom. We have one bathroom, but it's upstairs. I'm not going to deal yeah, with no that. No one's doing that. I, I don't have any problem looking like a slob. No, we and, know that. Or looking like a drunk, or looking like you know, whatever. Yeah. But I'm I at least have clothing on. But I'm not. I'm I'm not wearing uh I'm just wearing underwear and it's I know it's but dark it's skin out. tight underwear where it's very vulnerable. If you're wearing sh- boxer shorts, then it's like wearing shorts. What if I was swimming and I had to go outside? Swimming and I... is different. How, That's how? people because people are in bikinis and speedos at the pool. That's a completely Speedo. different thing than you walking around in your underwear outside at night in but, your neighborhood. But I'm saying, what if I was just wearing a bathing suit? What if I was just wearing a bathing suit? No, so once again, it's not like I have layers. It's just one thing, and I went to take the dog. I out. think a bathing suit is better. You think so? Yeah, because it looks more like shorts. Hmm. And also because it looks like you've just been at the pool, so it's acceptable. Well, this neighbor says that uh, apparently the husband is perusing his ring doorbell footage on a regular basis now, and he gets to watch her, uh, I guess, on a regular basis go... Great, I'm jealous. uh, Not take her trash out with no pants (laughs) on. I want to go to this neighborhood. So... I didn't realize I should probably, I do know that my, I do see ring doorbells. I see that blue light when I'm walking around. Dude, I probably that's the thought. footage we should find, <laughs> is Klein walking around his neighborhood right. in tidy whities no. well, that footage will be mm-hmm. burned. If you are Klein's neighbor, please no. send me the footage. Uh, Klein, you love a happy hour just as much as any other person, right? Are you saying in general, like a hap- or like at a bar situation, bar restaurant? Bar restaurant happy hour. You know what's better than a happy hour? An unexpected happy hour. What do you mean? What, like what you, is you don't real, happy you hour? don't realize. Oh, like you're there and you have no idea, and they're yeah. like, "By the way, it's happy hour." Yeah, you sit down, and the bartender or the waiter waitress will say to you, "Hey, by the way, happy hour is going on for like another 15 minutes. If you give me all your orders, like wings or 10 cents each or something." You're like, "Wait, what?" So interesting, you mentioned that situation specifically because there is a restaurant not far from us, uh, from where I live, that has a great happy hour that happens to end at 5:30 p.m. It's an early happy hour, so it's 3:30 to 5:30. 
3.30? Yes. It's very early. Who can make that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know obviously in L.A. everyone's got their own weird schedules, et cetera. There are a lot of people striking. who don't, yeah, they don't work regular hours, whatever. Teachers drink on the job. So it was, it was a Friday night. And we decide, let's go over to Happier Inn. It's like $5 beers. They've got a bunch of skewers. They, they have a good spread. But you made this decision knowing that Happy Hour was in full swing. Exactly. You, did, you didn't go there because just coincidence. I've never... No, 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 no. I'm going there for Happy Hour. That's a major difference between you and I. A major plot point You should, if you're new to the show. I would never readjust a plan to try to make it to a happy hour. Like, I would go at whatever time was convenient. You would go at an inconvenient time for you... Because there's a deal going on. So we decided, yeah, because we're going to go, we start rushing. <laughs> we start oh, rushing Jesus to get on. And my mom FaceTimes. Poorly and it's a dressed lesbians. I'm like, Mom, I need to go because the happy hour ends at 530. Stampeding there. <laughs> Quit. I, we I, were... I only have one shoe on. I know, but they've got potato skins. <laughs> Three for a dollar. A little more curb rash just getting to the parking lot. And I was able to get there by five. Move out of the way, everyone. I'm st- I'm starving. I'm, I need tiny Cercino peppers. So I pull up, and I'm there with Katie and, and the baby, and we get there at 5.22 p.m. What is up with this baby thing? you you got to understand, this is so sad. And like, what are you talking I, you're about? Making it's other, sad. You're making other people sad. It's called happy hour. That is sad. Dude. You're, 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 you're dragging your baby there to save a what couple of bucks. What am I going to do, bucks? get a babysitter to go have 45-minute happy hour? I thought you just said your mom was in, in town No, no, or she FaceTimed me. Oh, she wasn't okay. there. Oh, fa- that's a babysitter. You just cr- you put the phone, you prop it up, <laughs> you say, watch this kid. If anything happens, Look, call I someone. I need happiness! So you brought the kid with you to happy hour. Yes, and so they are very nice. They take us over. We sit. It's not like it's super crowded there. And I see the server, and she is taking her sweet ass time coming over. By now, it's five twenty-seven, and I'm like, oh, does she know that happy hour? Out. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm not yeah, asked, out asked out yet. Asked out. And totally so out. she comes asked over. Out. Excuse me. She she comes <laughs> over, and she goes, "Can I get you started with something to drink?" Katie orders two beers. Two beers right and, away. Yes. For her, by the way, right? Both, yes, both yeah, for, for her. her. Yeah. Is right. So she can get in on the happy hour break. Uh, here's Katie. I'll take two beers in your number. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Woman's like, okay. And I get a beer. And I'm thinking, should I just say to her, hey, we're putting in a huge order for happy hour. And I'm like, no, she's probably going to be nice. She'll bring back the drinks and then she'll take our order. So she br- she brings back, by the time she gets back with our drinks, it's like 535. And, you're, I, and you're inside, internally, you've got your little clock going, El Cheapo. I'm thinking, and you're yes. thinking But we I'm were, like, hey, we sat down before 530. You know what real, I mean? I think Omar. If I think you're in the house, you're in the house. That doesn't matter. It's not when yeah, you sit down. Yeah, I made down. it through the door. It's not when you sit no. down. This is not, what is wrong? You really think that in your brain? It's when you make it through the door of I, a bar? <laughs> Is when it is when it, it, like you grandfathered into happy hour. I think you're... most people, especially because she started the tab, she started the tab and put an order through. So that I means that I'm all, good. From all the bars I've been at and all the little happy hour scenarios you're bringing up, the order has to be in the computer before that computer says yeah. whatever time it is, because that's when the prices change in the no, system. No, no, no. I've had, I've been able. What if the server doesn't have it? So they take the order before five thirty, but they're not able to put it in until after five thirty. There has to be some kind of a system there. Okay. The and system came... is stop cheaping out on queso fundito <laughs> and just uh, get yourself some food and pay normal price. No, so she came back with the drinks and I said, um, Were the so... drinks on special? So I said, uh, By the way, is happy hour still running? And she said, No, I'm sorry, it's not. You're asked out! <laughs> yeah, you see? And I said, Omar's right. And I did the whole, like, Oh, oh no. Oh. 
Oh. Just a water for <laughs> me. And then did she say, sorry, you're asked out. And then she said, but the drinks were. Because you got the drinks in before She's, the 530. She said the drinks were for happy hour, but oh. now it's over. And so then I was best, like. By the way, best case scenario for a restaurant. Because their, their profit margins are so slim anyway that when they do happy hour, they're probably losing money at the very least breaking even. But the, the idea is eh, maybe you have something decent, you come back. Or better yet, you're an irresponsible lesbian and you come in there and you're sitting, your ass is in the seat, but you're assed out uh, on the specials. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. So here's what I think. I think that she did that on purpose because she, she knew. She slow rolled you? I think she slow rolled me because oh. she knew she was going to get a bigger bill and a bigger tip if she had waited until past happy hour. Because wouldn't you think if somebody's sitting down, you got five minutes left to happy hour ends, you do the courtesy. Hey, by the way, happy hour is open for another five minutes. Can I get you anything? I think that's the nice server thing to do, right? I, listen, you feel like you're doing the customer a favor, and they return the favor by giving you a bigger tip. That's the. But she probably sized you up and said, "Is the bigger tip coming?" Which took forever. And right, it, like she's probably thinking, she's probably sizing you up, and that, next thing you know, it's already after happy hour. Yeah, she's she exhausted from so much time up. sizing you up that she's like, "I am whoo, I need, I need a snack." Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. Yes, I, I've experienced both scenarios. The best case scenario is a server comes up and you, you feel like they're on your team to get one over on the man. So they'll come over and they'll say to you, like, hey, listen, this happy hour thing. Yeah, is you're about, on my side. Is it right. It's about to be over. So why don't you give me everything you want? I'll get it all in now. Exactly. So you get it. That's the coolest thing they could do. In this particular case, she looked at you. She said, let's go ahead and benefit the, the pros and the cons. Uh, right. Pros, not much. Cons, I'm stuck with these people for a while. Right. Let's just go ahead and screw them uh, over a couple of bucks. And then I had to do the fake, oh, hmm, I'm still thinking. And then she walked away, and I was like, let's leave. Did you really? No, 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 no. Did I you really? <laughs> oh, you probably did. I, my first thought was, so I don't want to eat here anymore. Literally asked out. What did the price? What did the price really change? Like, I, like I'm being serious. So, let's say you were looking to get like uh, wings or something. Like, what? Like, what's the difference? Because sometimes well, happy hours. I've been hours, here with, oh, with it, some friends before too, and we'll get a ton of happy hour stuff, and we'll all just pick and share. Right. Um, so this, at this point, we, I think we probably would have saved like 20 or 30 bucks. No, it's not nothing, but. It's not nothing. You're already sitting there. Exactly. Half a shoe on. And then Katie still wanted the things from the happy hour, but they were expensive on the regular menu. Look at Allie. (laughs) She's like, ridiculous. Just get a salad at that point. Oh, that's the, no one gets that. She's like, I want the ahi too. And I was like, screw you with the ahi. It's full price now. God Like Omar said, could have saved a lot of time. You asked out, girl. Mm -hmm. So you You think I'm the a-hole? So the question is, who's the a-hole? You or the server? Yes. The server should have given me a courtesy. Server, um, yeah, it's nice when they do that. It's appreciated, I'll put it that way. But also, I think we can all agree you're the a-hole. 323, I think we can all agree that you were asked out! Asked out! If you think about the parties of your lifetime, the guaranteed parties that you can look forward to having, usually they're milestone-based, they're life event-based. I kind of gave you the overview of here's how the way I look at it. First birthday party. Big one. Is uh, you don't really remember it, but usually you get to eat cake for the first time. It's a pretty big deal in your life. You don't realize it at the moment, but it's the first time you usually get that um, smashing cake, and then you cover your face in cake. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it's more for the adults than the children. Right, but, but still, it's, first, a, it's a big important birthday. I ordered them like this: you got your first birthday party. That's the big one. Then you kind of have nothing until argument what do you would think, be sixteen. Well, I would say, uh, for some people, it would be. The next major party would be bar slash bot mitzvah. After that would be quinceanera. And I know these don't apply to everyone. After that, you'd have sweet 16 mm-hmm. for some people. 
you don't really hit another good party at that point until 21. 21st birthday, usually a reason yeah. for a party. You don't get a voting party. No, I can 18. Vote now party. Time to buy some scratchers. Let's all gather around <laughs> no, and 21's party. 21's the next, and that's a party. So 21 is party. And then you get 25, I can rent a car party. No, 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 that's not a party. <laughs> you go from 21st all the way to potentially... Dirty 30, bitches! Dirty 30, bitches. I have that on the list. After Dirty 30, or maybe right before, if you get married, you have all things associated with wedding. So you have the wedding itself, party, and then you have bachelor, a bachelor, bachelor or a bachelorette party. party. After that... Bridal party. I got, I got retirement party followed by funeral. <laughs> that's all I got. Now that's a party. Your funeral, which is the final party. <laughs> that's pretty much the list. You got about 10 locked-in parties. Well, some people host divorce parties now. That is a thing. Okay, divorce party I could put on the list as well. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a thing. And some would argue maybe when you turn 50, that's a big party Housewarming well. party? Yeah, but once again, that's not a real party. That's kind of lame. That's like you show up yeah. and bring someone a plant. Here's a fern. That happy sounds house. nice. And by the way, nowadays, if you have enough money to buy a house in Southern California... No one should be bringing you anything to your party. You should be giving people stuff. And it's L.A., so your house is already real warm. So we got one, two, three. That was the worst joke of the show <laughs> so far. By the way, I think that may have been the worst joke in the history of the show. <laughs> Write it down, Jake, for the bad joke off. <laughs> she came back to the housewarming to make a reference about the warm temperatures in Southern California and said, and we're in L.A., so your house is already warm. Can we just take a moment... Let's have a funeral for that joke right I now. I liked Get it. Song ready. Play some taps. Hold Omar, on. come on, back me up. I couldn't even follow it. I, I was like, you know, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. It, <laughs> we moved past it's a it. housewarming party, but the house is already warm because it's so hot here. I get it now. Isn't it great? Nope. I, I gotta be honest. We've heard some bad jokes on the show. That is the worst <laughs> joke. Dude, you've made plenty of horrible jokes this week alone. I, I, th- that joke alley wouldn't even fly on Seacrest. That wouldn't even fly on. Come on, some even like. Even if you did it as a Sandman, it wouldn't work. Go on. Is the house already warm? <laughs> no, doesn't work. Doesn't work. You're right. You're right, actually. Now so, that I hear the Sandman do it, it's terrible. The concept here is that that's a good point. 818 says now we have to add a second funeral party for jokes. That's a good point. Thank you for that. That uh, Jake the Nerd has realized that we have a giant gaping hole in the party circuit for your lifetime. And I think he's onto something here. He is, um, he's uh, for the first time ever going to move out of his place where he's uh, single, bachelor pad. And he's My first mo- apartment I've ever had by myself. First apartment by himself. He's moving out of his bachelor pad situation into a house with uh, his girlfriend. He's wow. becoming kind of an adult. And he wants to have one more hurrah. And Jake, <laughs> do you want to tell everyone what you'd like to call this? So he wants a, he wants a party with his uh, lady? No, he wants a party in his bachelor pad as like a final a parting, fu- like a like oh. a going away party for his bachelor pad. He's got a name for it. Yeah. It's very catchy. Hold on, Jake. Let's get you the proper uh, setup here. Jake believes that the final party that the world needs that no one is celebrating, which is when you say goodbye to your bachelor pad one last time, is called a... Bachelor Patty. <laughs> once again... Bachelor Patty. It's he, a bachelor party. He feels that saying goodbye to your single life. Now, it's not your single life because you're well, not. Yeah, you're but not, I've never been married, right? Uh, and I don't think I ever will. And it's a big deal to leave my uh, my first bachelor pad. I think I deserve a bachelor patty. <laughs> now, can, can I ask you a question about this concept? Sure. The bachelor patty, as you call it. Mm-hmm. 
Is that funny, by the way? No. I feel, okay. I think it's pretty good. I feel uh, like I don't know anymore. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was like saying it in like that uh, Boston accent or something. Yeah, it's, it's a patty. It, it's, yeah. it, it's one final blowout of you living by yourself. Yeah, there's been good times there. Like, I have bros there all the time to kick it after the bars, and I don't know if I could do that in the new place, so I think we should have a bachelor patty. Is it only bachelors that can go? Uh, that's a good point. Yes. No. So anyone who's in a relationship or married can no longer go to you. Usually, usually those are the people that oh, need you know it yeah, if the you're most. Married, but only, only dudes, though. No girls. No girls allowed at the bachelor party? So yep. the concept is it's your last night before you officially give the keys back, right? You're saying this is my last kind of hurrah of my rules, my schedule. My dead things. Right, your decorations. Yeah. I mean, I think it's an interesting... You should auction off some of your stuff to the bachelors now, that are coming to the patty. I've been is doing this... that already for friends that are coming over. I'm like, you want any of this stuff to, to take? That's yeah, it's a... like a garage sale, yeah. too. Yeah. It's a great idea. you got to clean it up anyway. Now, is this a party where you're going to get buck wild, like kind of like the bachelor party is? Are you going to have, like, you know, strippers there and all that? No, is we're what... going to have maids that clean that place. <laughs> oh, you got to do that final cleaning before the move out clean? Yeah. The <laughs> deep, have all the the friends, like, Let's like... all make sure I get my security to buy yeah. Yeah, so in theory, it sounds like it's going to be fun, fun. but it's really <laughs> just convincing your friends to come over and take your garbage and clean for you. No, we're just going to we're gonna have beers and stuff and kick it and then, you know, stay up late and be too loud. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do understand. It's kind of one of those moments. I remember, if, I don't remember doing anything special to commemorate it, but I do remember the last, the last my, night you my had. last night in an apartment that I had with a buddy of mine where it was like, you know, whatever, you know, there was no, there was no orders, like international waters. You live without... You know, when you live without someone who's keeping you kind of on some sort of a schedule and, you know, making sure that things get, like, clean and beds get made. Before that, when you're and you just... have to combine tastes. Like, when yeah. you had a, either lived alone and as a ba- in a bachelor pad or had a roommate, your tastes were separated. You could express yourself in your room or you can put up a weird lava lamp if you wanted to. It didn't matter. And Jake's, like, you know, the king of... Jake's got one of those places that 100 out of 100 women would walk into and be like, this needs a woman's touch. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. it's very... Even I think a, it looks cool. I, I don't know who would be more offended if they walked into your place, a woman or a gay man. I think it's a gay man walking in there also and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, speaking of which, 818 said if this is just dudes, I think it's just called a coming out party. It, it, well, it, his thing is a bunch of guys sitting around cleaning. Yeah, maybe it's not called <laughs> no, a bachelor like pad. Like I'm coming out. Hey, Brandon on K-Rock, what's up? Hey, does Jake need a plant for his party? You're talking about a fun plant or a boring plant? Dude, I'm the guy that gave you the Christmas tree. Oh, this is the weed farmer. Oh yeah, Jake. Uh, Jake, you could probably use that, right? I totally. Uh, what are you? Uh, gr- what are you currently cultivating now? Oh my God, I got some crazy stuff happening. Yeah. Oh man. So what's gonna yeah, happen? No joke. Hey, hey, I don't understand. I gave Jake a cactus and he killed it. I thought he was a farmer. Jake, this man gave you a cactus what? to take care of. Gave me an illegal cactus, yes, but it died. Oh, like pe- how did uh, it die? It's what, a cactus. Was it peyote or was it just regular cactus? It was a peyote cactus, and I tried to keep it in my house because I didn't want it outside for the, it to get ruined, and I and it wasn't doing well. Then I put it outside for a day, and in a day it just died. What <laughs> What other things do you grow? You grow weed, you grow peyote, you grow mushrooms too. Uh, ghost peppers. Oh, cool. cool. This guy's got it all. This is like a perfect friend to have. Yeah, Brandon should get in on the Bachelor Patty. I, <laughs> listen, I like, other than the name, which is growing on me the more I say it. I like yeah, say it again. It's a Bachelor Patty. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, your last, it's your last hurrah before you, uh, before you move in. said it's a house leaving party. 
Yeah, it's a house. That's really that's what it is. That's not a good name. No, no. Bachelor Patty's way cooler than house leaving. But <laughs> I'm just thinking, if you look at this list, there is an interesting that I, I would argue it's it's the one life event. It's a pretty major life event that I don't think is getting the proper mm-hmm. the proper farewell. Right, exactly. And it, I think it has to be a potty that you don't sleep. A patty. It you just goes on all night because it's your last night in the place. Yeah, yeah. So no one can sleep. No one else there to tell you it's getting late, time to wrap it up. No one else there to tell you, hey, thermostat's no. too high. You play like, loud-ass video games yeah, and just do dude stuff. It's your last... I think the problem is if the bachelor patty would, be, would become an actual thing, like really catch on and become a mainstream thing... I think that most people would have so much fun during it, they would pull out of whatever their next plan. Yeah, they'd like, be you know like, what? why am I leaving this place? Right. It's awesome. Right. Like, I think that I've, I've been to some bachelor parties where people are like, I don't know what I'm doing. 951 like, said, sounds like a sausage patty. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we should call it. A sausage. Right, now. A sausage patty. <laughs> that, that we've been on to something now. All right, so add that to the list. A lot of people are back to work now for the actual year. No one celebrates the American weirdo worker, and that's where we come in. Because every workplace, no matter what job you've ever had, from construction to uh, this radio show, whatever the case may be, work at a restaurant, there's always one worker that is just weird, the weird coworker. That's yeah. like, uh, you know, they made, in the office space was Milton. I mean, there's always one in every workplace. And if you don't know who your weird coworker is, then take a good look at yourself in the mirror. It could be you. It's time for us to celebrate weirdo workers at 800-520-1067. We've done this before. We're always blown away by the stories we hear. Yeah, I mean, it, they just always get weirder. And, and I think what is always fascinating to me is how it's not stuff you can make up. Like, you know it's all real. Joe, and what? one of our weirdo workers makes up dry cleaning his own right. T-shirts. I mean, you go, down, you go through all the things that Muggs does on a regular basis or Jake the Nerd. Postmaster Johnny, if someone were to call and say I have a coworker that it was 25 never flown before and then cried all over the airplane when they took <laughs> off, I would say weirdo worker. We have that. Joe, what happened? Uh, what do you got going on where you work? So I worked at an elementary school and we had this one girl who worked with one particular kid and she would sneak into the girls' restroom while the kids were in the restroom and were not supposed to use them to lie on the tile floor because she thought it was cooling. And so she would sleep there in the middle of her ship, and then she would go to the lost and found and steal clothes to clothe kids who she thought didn't have nice clothes. Oh, she was like a Robin Hood from the Lost and Found. Wow. She would steal steal the good clothes and then give them to the kids that needed that better needed clothes. Them. That's great. But the weird part, that's generous. The weird part is laying on a bathroom tile floor because you want to cool off. Yeah, that's but I the can, weird part. I can also picture somebody like Jake doing that. Absolutely. Just because it's literally this is the coolest place to be, so I'm going to lay on the tile and I'm going to cool off. Uh, Rico, why do you have a weirdo coworker? Why is your coworker the weirdest? All right. What's up, guys? Good morning, Sue Dibs. Sue Dibs. Uh, I, I work at a warehouse, you know, all guys, and uh, this guy I just found out is a 33-year-old male virgin, and I was just, like, flabbergasted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you and, ask uh, any pressing questions about why it's been as long as it's been? Religious thing or? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, turns out he was homeschooled. First off, ah, that's the formula for weird. <laughs> Homeschool. Yeah. yeah exactly. Every once in a while, I get like a Billie Eilish out of it, yeah. but most of the time, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a spelling bee runner up. <laughs> right. I get it. All right. So he was homeschooled. He's a virgin, 33. Anything else makes him weird? Yeah. Yeah. So so last year, we, we had a Christmas party, right? And uh, and a company Christmas party. So they we, And we also have a strip club right next to like less, 
like two blocks down. So everybody was going to go, and we, he, we, we wanted to take him, and he was like, uh, okay, we'll go. And then before we knew it, he was gone, went home. Because he was scared of the strippers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's- He's actually probably right about that. That's interesting. K-Rock, you're a weirdo coworker. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Klein? Why do you have a weird coworker? So my coworker, he likes to buy some food in the morning from the burrito truck, like around 10 o'clock. And he'll leave it right next to his desk and eat at it and pick at it all day. I'm talking about all day. So like the end of the day, like 5, 6 o'clock. So he'll go, he'll load up on burritos in the morning. Breakfast burritos and tacos and bacon. He loves like five, six bacon strips. And oh, just sits there great. and just... Yeah, just picks at it all day. And I mean, just, in the beginning, it's crispy and nice, but by 5 or 6 o'clock, it's kind of, yeah. So it sits on his desk, and then you just watch him kind of slowly gnaw at it throughout the day? Yes, yes. Sometimes he won't even touch it until, like, 3. Is that the only weird thing about him? No. <laughs> he spends a little bit too much money on toy guns. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, one of those coworkers it. you kind of want to keep in your good graces yeah. in case he cool finally burrito. snaps, right? Yeah, I buy him bacon all the time. Smart move. <laughs> it's good advice, really, for any coworker. Just constantly keep them full of bacon. Jordan, why do you have a weird coworker? What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, I had this coworker, a new guy, just asked him, hey, you know, what do you like to do for fun? And his hobby was creating nooses and traps for animals and people. And I asked him if he liked to hunt. Never hunted in his life. Uh, and then also, he likes buying property out in deserts just to go hang out there and hanging out at graveyards for fun. It's always weird when you try to engage a weird coworker because they have a hobby. So they have like a lot of tennis rackets and you're like, oh, you play tennis? And they're like, no. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this just took a weird And then turn. they look at you like, why would you think that? Right. And like you're this like, guy, but this you, guy's watching his coworker uh, make traps okay. and new. It's like, oh, you must hunt. You hunt? Uh, no. No. Oh man, this okay. just got weird. By the way, I'm going to be hanging out at the graveyard tonight if you want to join me. Uh, Campbell, why do you have the weirdest coworker out there? It's uh, t- you know, Labor Day's coming up. Celebrate the American worker, but no one's celebrating the American weird coworker, and we all have them. Uh, what do you got? So I am a painter, and we work at people's houses. We're allowed to go out and find restrooms, but we have this one worker. And he'll go poop in a bucket in his van. What? Oh, man. A paint bucket? Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> the one you're using for the job? How does that, no, uh, I throw those out. How oh does that come up? Like, uh, you, do you bring it up? Do they bring it up? How does that uh, conversation happen? Well, I'll be like, I'm going to go dip and find a restroom. And then they'll be like, just use a bucket. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a number two. They'll be like, doesn't matter. You can still use the bucket. <laughs> now he makes a good point. Doesn't matter. So what, do you know what he does with the bucket afterwards? Um, no, I'd rather not find out. I think he puts a bag in the bucket and then throws the bag out. But oh, oh, cool. Oh. That's very good. He All lines right. it himself. Very creative. Uh, let's say hi to Chris. Chris, why do you have the weirdest coworker? What's up? Yeah, hi. Uh, so I'm an, I'm an EMT on an ambulance company in Los Angeles. And so we, have a, we, we all stay at a station while we're on call, like, like the fire department. And so we spent a lot of time together, and one of my coworkers says he cuts hair on the side, so he's going to bring his clippers in, like, the next day or something. And so we're like, all right, well, how much do you charge for a haircut? And uh, he says he, uh, he, he's, really, he's really socially awkward. He goes, uh, I charge $15, and, um, you know, I'm thinking about raising my rates. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what do you think about raising it to? And he goes, uh, uh, $16. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, the American God worker. Bless him. We deserve I got a, a haircut day. from that guy. This is K Rock's Clown Alley Show. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.